Oh, boys, I don't think we should take off all these Fridays. We can take off this Friday, but we better not take off next Friday. The numbers seem to reflect, or at least I'm told, that the numbers seem to reflect us taking days off. I don't buy that, by the way. I think if numbers are down, they're just down. You mean to tell me we're the well, only podcast less, in America that does it every day. But if there is less inventory for which someone can click on, that would logically make sense. Well, whatever. I don't think we should take next Friday off. Are we in agreement that this Friday we should take off? Well, I already have a, a thing ready to go with ads in place. Okay, then let's Friday. take this Friday off, but not next Friday. And John, I want you to work next Friday. Why? Because I want you to. Why? Well, because... Uh, no one well, will be here except you, me, and uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Because I see, just put put it in for pay. They'll never even know. All right, I'll, well, whoever's listening is, to this, forget that part. What? Is, <laughs> don't mind that. <laughs> what is next Friday? The thirty first. Yeah, I can Month do that. That's fine. Show on Friday, huh? Fun Friday. A guy needs a place to go. <laughs> don't well not me so don't get used to me showing up on fridays but i'll be here the 31st i mean i'd i'd like to see a future of never having a friday show but not if it's going to send us into the middle of the pack of hubbard like podcasts i don't know how to take this to the next level boys but we have to because we're spinning wheels right now this is this we're not whatever happened to that walter hudson oh crap Jesus no Christ. he i feel he got back to me i oh. oh thank you for reminding me hey wally sorry dang it you know the first thing you should you should do all day long is worry about your fucking job no you should make your bed first Make your bed. Yeah, it's a first accomplishment of the You know day. when I make my bed? When I crawl in it and I'm laying there. I make it while I'm laying no, in bed. That's the first accomplishment <laughs> of the day. No, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the rook on this one. I, I have to have a neatly made bed. <laughs> that doesn't surprise yeah. me. You tuck in the corners? <laughs> I yes, can bounce a quarter off that fucking That's a navy. Uh, I, I don't make it when she's I make it when now. she's gone. <laughs> when she's home, I don't make it. She makes it. I, Call uh, me now. You know what I do? You know what I do when she's gone? Well, yeah. among other things. Um, well, there's that. The kitchen is spotless. Oh, Kenny, me too. And me too. When she's when she's there, and this reflects on what a jackass I am. That's right. I can barely summon she the nerve to rinse a jack right. a, 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 a glass. She was in Italy for a week, and I had that kitchen yeah. sparkling, yes. Yes. sparkling, and it smelled good. Yeah, and I got out the little vacuum every day, yep. and oh my god. Yeah, something to do, huh? And what? then as soon as she got back, it's like yeah. Yeah, you know, she needs something to do. <laughs> well, you're not wow. going to believe this. You know what else I did? I organized my closet shelves. Did you? So now no. the shorts are on, on one shelf, the sure. long pants are on another. We're getting ready for spring. It's summer. And, and, and John, we are not getting great fun of for talking about baseball ever. Wow. I'm glad people paid, paid yes. $10 for this, huh? Yeah, you're getting your money's worth today, folks. By the oh, way, Rook, I hate tucking in the sheets. Sorry. What? Yeah, I don't yeah. tuck sheets. I get that claustrophobic. I hate it. The conversation we had before we signed on with the town council, you'd have to, 
uh, you know, we could offer me <laughs> offer that as a, as an extra service, but it's going to be a thousand dollars. Added value. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> $1, what we talked about before I record. The tractor tire? Yeah, let's <laughs> <Okay>. let's stop there. <laughs> um he got back to me right away. Do you want to uh, No, I now need context, but tell him uh we're we're looking forward to having him on and we'll stay in touch. I don't have a reason Noted. to have him on right now. Okay. How about ads? Joe, you're gonna have Eckberg Lammer, the frat, Giant. the molar. What's yeah. the name of the group of the big chubby guy that plays the harmonica? Oh, John, I saw them once. John Cracker? Blues Traveler, but Blues he's, traveler. Not, he's skinnier than you now, though. So Oh, he is? He's, he's I was just going to ask Joe. Lost a couple hundred pounds. Tell me in touch. I was going to say, what are you, Blues Traveler? What's with hey, uh, baby, They, they did touch. a New Year's Eve. Charles Barkley has lost a lot of He money. has. They did a New Year's Eve party at when I was at Cities, and I thought that guy was going to die on the stage. This would have been about 2001, 2002. Yeah. It was fun. It was a great – it was awesome. It was a lot of fun, but I thought he was going to die. Yeah. I saw them live once, and I thought he was going to die by my hand. It was just Ooh. the worst experience. What, just the crowd? Was he a band. jerk? No, the whole thing was just a hippie nightmare. He's a good harmonica player. Frattle he's a really good. He's not a hippie, uh, Kenny. He's the opposite. He's uh, yeah, but their fans were. He's a redneck. Kenny, uh, where was that show? Everything <laughs> off out there, Rook, and the doors uh, closed. Yeah. That maybe is a conversation for uh, prey. Was that uh, Trout Air? Trout Air, holy yeah. wow! And Frattle that's all. Garden that's all I'm going to say <laughs> about did you that. Sleep? <laughs> what was your I, uh, shelter? A camper at hardware and garden store. Open air. I saw a show at Trout Air once with Little Feet and the Allman Brothers. Oh, oh was wow. so good. Frataloni hardware and garden store. Joe, I, need a minute. I need a minute. Please, please, please. I please. need a minute. What are you, Paul Abdul? Well, I have Pro please, Turf. Please. Kenny, please, please. you're going to have Pro Turf, Tri State, um, Sea foam, and let's do Moon Motorsports today, and Pro Turf again. Yeah, but we'll do that once Three, we four, once five. we wrap things up. Gotcha. Radiators, radiators with you. I want to space that out. Not that they're com competitors, but I want to space those out with Anderson Brothers. Oh right, no, they aren't. They're not yeah, really competitors, right. but you know what I mean. I just. Does I, Joe have a uh, eco? No, not no. today. <clears throat> Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you for your patience, Joe. Johnny, uh, uh, Pro Turf again. Yes, sir. Rook, okay. I need hey, man, what's your need? Masonic <gasps> at some point, and I might just have to cue you. Okay, I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll cue you all right. I'll give you a cue. Um, Joe, are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> Not Crescent Grove. Yeah, you butchered that yeah. one four times. I called the Crescent Grove because I couldn't get over the. Cove. Hey, you going to the Cove? Uh, that's a different one. This is the one where the kids have the cancer. The other one was what up in uh, in uh, Duluth. It was a cove. You're right. Head of the cove. Yeah. Maybe you should stop talking. I think so. Yeah. At this point, cut your losses. 
next play out. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden <laughs> Store. There we go. <laughs> shut my mic off. You ready, Joe? Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1041. Damn. March 22nd, 2023. 71 degrees on this day in 1945. Uh, 14 below on this day in 1888. And on this day, March 20th, in 1952, 14 inches of snow. And now, from the mayor's office, that must have been old fashioned. It's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I'm looking at the uh, records for the garage door opener. And the earliest one I see that we have is 2004. I don't think we've done a good job uh, uh, husbanding these records, taking care of them. Do you have 2012 by chance? I do. That was March 16th. Okay. I was going to say, I thought it was right around St. Patrick's Day. Friday, March 16th. Yeah. The next day was St. Patrick's Day. That was that marvelous gift from nature in 2012 when we had about a week's worth of high 70s mm-hmm. and 80s. Yes. May I share very quickly? Joe texted me at about 9, what, 30 this morning? Yes. Grabbed the openers because I said I had them in my possession. I said, sure. Went to spot one where I thought they were. Couldn't find them. I had the flop sweat going so bad for about a half an hour. I thought, he is going to kill me because I cannot find these anywhere. Uh Rook, your job is to find uh, 2021 and 2022. Well, I was going to say, I can search on our website. I'm pretty sure I'll be able to do it quickly. Let's just settle down. Just make a (laughs) note to yourself. I don't want to hear about it. Find 2021 and 2022. I don't need them today, I, but I just note on this sheet of paper that we don't even have last year and the year before. May 21st, 2021, the 2021 garage door opener. Just a minute, I'll write that down. What was it? What May day? May 21st, 2021. Okay, then all we need is last year which should be easy to find. 2022? Just, <clears throat> just listen to a few podcasts back then. Well, I have it labeled. That's why it's just searched opener. Uh, but that March uh, March 16th, according to these records, is not the earliest. Hmm. It was really? March 14th in 2014. Wow. March huh. 14th in 2014. In fact, March, I remember this. March 17th in 2015. So Ben was yes. 14. The, uh, you had to do a ruling in 2021 because remember we had that bit of a controversy because we used to be on in the afternoons. Yeah. And so you said, well, it's going to, you know, later in the day is when it's obviously warmer. So you were ruling if it actually happened on the day of the podcast or if it happened during the recording of the podcast. What did oh, I boy. rule? You ruled that if it happened on the day of the podcast. Yeah, so May 21st, 2021. Correct. We're boy, that's a late opener, and that's I think why we had to do the ruling because we were you know we were on so much earlier in the day. Okay, ne- oh never mind, we didn't open on. <laughs> what, what does that say on the bottom of that yellow? 
cab. Three fourteen, fourteen. We were off. Four twenty oh seven. Start over. Right. How about that, Such? I remember that. Five. You were off. I remember that year, Such fourteen, because Ben and I went out to Wyoming snowmobiling the end of March when we left. It was like 70 degrees. The grass was growing already. It was surreal. Oh, um, do you want the bottom? 3415 University Avenue, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55114. <laughs> um, not only do I remember 314 of 2014, both of you guys were gone. Kenny was gone. It was me and Coles. I was running the board, and I had to do traffic. And well, I said, well, what are we going to do? The opener for 2014 happens to be May 23rd. Not what I said about March. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Well, I take back everything I said. <laughs> Same. Oh, boy. Well, it's a shame. I, I, uh, I'm I, going to have to take the blame for it. Yeah, it's your fault. It is. Definitely. <laughs> Does that mean I don't have to look up 2022 now? Interestingly enough, when uh, this moron dug up these records. <laughs> wow. He also uh, unearthed a document. Uh, that we all were given on March 16th, 2020. And you'll recall this. We were given a document from the CISA, Integrated Operations Coordination Center, National Communications Coordination Branch of National Homeland Security. And it was the bearer of this letter is providing emergency communication sustainment and restoration support to critical communications infrastructure facilities in response to COVID-19 declaration of national emergency. You'll recall we were all given these sheets of paper to carry around in our cars. I have it on my bulletin board, Joe. And I know we must have had fun with it at the time of its issuing, making a poo-poo of it. But as you look at this now, what a chilling piece of paper. I, yeah. at the time, fully expected to be pulled over on my way to work at five in the morning. And, and you know, and they're going to ask me, show me your papers. Yes. It's from John O'Connor, uh, who authored this, the Director of National Communications Coordination Branch, Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, hmm. uh, which is another indication that we have absolutely no idea how unimaginably big the government is. Right. We have no idea yeah. how many agencies and branches and bureaucracies they have. But this was a, a piece of paper, uh, eight and a half by 11, uh, that tells us that this, the bearer of this letter uh, can be on the road. I saved mine as well. From the, what do- in the God's <clears throat> name was that? I, I'm more chilled by it now than I was when we got it. And <laughs> we just accepted it. Take this paper. Well, we didn't really have a choice. Nope. Well, I I remember I remember taking it very lightly. For example, I couldn't put my hands on this piece of paper. I probably threw it away. I, was, I remember taking it very lightly, and I also remember I never had to produce this piece of paper. Right, right. Yeah. I didn't either, but I remember being nervous at first because I left mine at home one day. Yeah, totally. I was. Mm-hmm. Although, but you, during that time, though, Joe, you were doing the show from home, weren't you? Not, Not in 2020. It, it, 
It came later, Chris. Oh, um, in 2021, after, I was because I was ill. Well, after, after this, they came along and just put the equipment on our desk and said, go home. We don't want oh, you here. that's yeah. right. And that's what led to me being up here. Uh, and I'm not going to keep this, Chris. Do you want it back? Chris, do you want that I made back? a copy so you could have one for Maybe yourself. I will hang on to it. Isn't that How a come they let me come in? Document. Me and Reavers come in. That means you go sit in the other room, though, remember? Yeah. Get over there. <laughs> And and the and it was good from March sixteenth, twenty twenty to May twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Well, that was the whole. Day. And then and all apparently the country loose. was under yep. a declaration of national emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when George Floyd went down. Wasn't it Memorial Day weekend? It was. Yes. Yep. The this yep. paper would have expired before <clears throat> George Floyd went down. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Uh, speaking of flooding, we were talking about flooding, and I got a note from Helen who said that she was at Stillwater High School in 1965, and they were all let out of school. Uh, the morticians all graduated with me in 1965, Helen notes, and they still play on occasion. Yeah, they were all uh, Stillwater. I did I'd, see love that. To, I'd love to see them. Uh, what is this now? Oh, we were talking about the morticians had the, the the hearse, and I was wondering if subconsciously, that's where I got the idea for the uh, Freedom from Religion Fund a group racing around in their 1959 Pontiac ambulance hearse. I bet it was. And I got a note from Pete Abler who writes, my wheels in 1965, I had a 54 Pontiac straight eight hearse ambulance, and uh, my best friend had a 1952 caddy hearse. Fun days cruising the cities. <laughs> I remember those things. Uh, mm-hmm. And and might we have right now a moment of silence? Reavers, what are you doing? What are you doing it's with the quiet. computer? Ad work for the show, sir. A moment of silence. For the massive fire that broke out at the John Deere dealership in Madison, Minnesota. Oh, no. In Madtown, we call it, yeah. God knows how many cylinders were lost. More than a dozen fire departments Wow, worked to battle a massive fire last night in far western Minnesota. The Lacquaparle County Emergency Management Team says the fire broke out about 7.45 p.m. at the John Deere Midwest Machine Implement Dealer in Madison. It took three hours to bring the wow. fire under control, and the crews worked overnight. Local leaders are urging families to conserve water. A hmm. nearby lodge and inn opened its doors to evacuees, but residents were allowed to return to their homes just before midnight. God rest ye, Mary Cylinders. Wow. Have you ever been by that plant? I've been in Madison, it's Minnesota. I'm unaware of the plant. Massive. It's not a plant. It was a store. But it's huge. I bet. Yeah. I bet that's serviced a lot of the farmland mm-hmm. out there, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Midwest machinery, pretty popular in Minnesota. They have locations all over the state. They're they're my guys up in Fergus Falls. Oh, that's a chain, Kenny. I didn't even yep. know that. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. The failed academy has uh, uh, uncovered a new way to be failed. Grand Valley State University. It's a school in Michigan. Okay. This is from Newsweek magazine. Grand Valley State University has come under fire from conservatives Mm. after hosting separate graduation ceremonies. They have separate graduation ceremonies for black, Asian, 
Latino, Native American, and LGBTQ plus one. That doesn't sound inclusive, Joe. That's in addition to the main graduation ceremony, for which you would think there wouldn't be many people left. Right. (laughs) The Michigan-based college said the annual cultural graduations are intended to recognize accomplishments in the spirit and traditions of our diverse identities and cultures. Because the one thing the failed Academy is adamant about is wiping out what they would consider to be an American culture. In their estimation, there is no such. Well, yeah, but they want everybody to be the same, yet they're celebrating their differences. Separate graduation events for different communities have sprung up at a number of American universities. Supporters argue they showcase pride in an institution's diversity, while critics claim they are regressive, uh Mm -hmm. regressives, and (laughs) unnecessarily divide students. Well, of course they do. Uh, Conservative commentator Matt Walsh, um, I don't know him, shared a copy of an email sent to uh, this school in Michigan. They're known as the Lakers. It said Grand Valley is hosting five unique graduation celebrations designed to honor our diverse students. And it goes on to say who they're having. Walsh is a columnist for the Daily Wire. He branded the plans ridiculous, adding there will be no special celebrations for straight white people, of course. Some of these hardcore righties don't really get it. No. They they don't really get what what the problem is. Uh, Walsh is a former radio talk show host for stations in Delaware and Kentucky. He's outspoken against the LBGT movement, especially in the transgender but, but community. He hasn't studied or embraced the mystery. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know. Well, I'm sure he knows to a certain degree that the country's <laughs> disappearing before our very eyes. But the the real ramification is this, is the eradication of America. Yeah. The he's eradication a, of the United States. He's a poker. He's one of those guys. He's yeah. a troll, a troll like character more. Uh, so he yeah. just is more interested in. Yes, well, sir. Yes. He, he doesn't do conservative minded people any favors. No, you're right. Yep. Well, most of the conservatives on television don't do conservative minded people any favors. Yeah. So then we get the blanket indictment from the left, you right. know, because he's wasn't he also a big Jan six guy, Johnny? That I don't. Well, know, let's Chris. let's not let's, sure. let's not get too far afield. The point of this is this this is not surprising to any of us at the University of Garage Logic. This nope. is just a log, a logical next step. Uh, it's also an outgrowth of these schools hiring so many job titles that have no means to be uh, right. measured for achievement, but they have to have something to do. So it's obviously the idea of the various vice presidents of diversity, inclusion, belonging, and excellence who say, I have an idea. Let's have different graduations to celebrate the different cultures. And that'll help us further put a nail in the coffin of what used to be the United States of America. And that's what they're doing. It's uh, happening everywhere. I typed in cultural graduations. Yeah. uh, And I noticed you, you could... If you're a student, take advantage of this, I think, because NYU, for instance, Mm -hmm. uh, they have uh, numerous ones, including a black graduation, first generation graduation. So if you're the first in your family, uh, lavender graduation. So if you're LGBTQ, so you could take part in three graduations, right? You could. Harvard does it. Harvard does it. You know who this really hurts is those of us and... I'm just going to name us, me and Joe, 
who don't want to go to one graduation, <laughs> let alone point. three. Right. Oh, good point. You know who would take advantage of this? Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. Spreads. Think of the yeah. spreads there. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't invite me is doing me a wonderful yes. favor. And that includes weddings, <laughs> weddings and uh, wakes, showers, showers, yeah, Easter. Don't you have an birthdays, Easter party? Christmas. Easter party. Yeah. 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 And for this graduation, um, Gabe probably just wants you to just send a check. You don't have to come. Nice. <laughs> just send the check. You send. Nice. I, if you can make that happen, you got a deal. Uh, <laughs> I ain't going. Gabe to always work. been very fond of you. Those Saturday I mornings. I wouldn't know if he knocked at my door. <laughs> hey, um, he always before... taught you as an uncle. You know, Uncle Joe. Huh? <laughs> How's Uncle Joe doing? Is he mad today? Doesn't What's he just on? call him Deep? Deep mm-hmm. pockets. Before we before we break here, let me correct an error that I made. It's RDO in Fergus Falls. RDO, not Midwest. I just don't want the emails. Thank you. Copy. Uh, well, as we continue to discuss the disappearing country and the shambles that is becoming, please take care of your belongings and what you're going to leave behind for your family. That has to be undertaken with great care, and it should be undertaken in the hands of professionals at Eckberg Lammers, one of the most well-known law firms in the metro and western Wisconsin. They've been been preparing estate plans for more than 70 years. And all you're trying to do, and it's terribly crucial, is you're trying to avoid court, you're trying to minimize taxes, and control your wishes for those left behind. You don't want to hand them a mess. You want to have a document there called estate plan with a big arrow pointed to it. Grab this when I'm gone. And then it's all taken care of. And they take care of uh, problems that might involve uh, custody and wills for children. They, uh, they'll take care of uh, family property squabbles for snowbirds. They take care of your tax questions. But we're all going to go. It's unfortunate, but it happens. And uh, when you do, you want that comfort of knowing you've left your family in great, great shape. It'll give you peace of mind. It'll give them peace of mind. And I don't, don't wait till you're old. This has nothing to do with age. This has everything to do with staying one step ahead of a government that many of us are looking askance at. Ah. Make an appointment at Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878. Or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. All right, that was pretty good. Why does this document bother me more today than it did in, in well, it 2020? Should, I'm, I'm should, surprised yeah. um, that it didn't bother you then. It, it did. W- we we had our we we ripped it and were, you know, astonished and on and on and on. But I have a feeling of chill now that I didn't have then. <clears throat> this is outrageous. Well, doesn't it just go to show you how little they care about us? Well, plus. They didn't really give a bleep about this. They passed these things out like jelly beans. They that, didn't know who had them. That's COVID on so many levels. Yeah. I mean, it's just another cog in the COVID gear. And then remember Sweden didn't take these measures. And yeah. remember how they got beat up for years. And now it's turning out that maybe natural immunity was, in fact, the answer. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't expect that from Sweden of all countries. 
who who here's another question that might never have gotten answered who was it that was entitled to say i want to see your document right law enforcement i thought i doesn't think, mention that oh i think if i remember right local law enforcement said they could not enforce it i rem- i seem to remember some sort of controversy there okay it says the Cyber and Infrastructure Security Agency's National Communications Coordination Branch. How many people are you hiring? Well, right you there? had to fall under a certain job category to get one of these. Requests any courtesy that can be extended be offered to the bearer of this letter during this response. Well, who? Yeah. So, in my mind, because I'm always black helicopter. I didn't think it was going to be rookie's gay uh, cop buddy over there in St. Paul, whoever his name is. Uh, well, you some good gay cops. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the guys in the blacked out Escalades. Oh yeah, peeking in the window. What's well, this it didn't guy up even to? it didn't even occur to me uh, at the time. Well, who in the hell is going to ask for this? Yeah, because uh, law enforcement was not. Well, we briefed were told, on stopping people. Remind me, weren't we told here to make sure we just had it on us? If you were, if we were in the coming car. into the building, I had, no, yeah, weren't we in the in the car? Okay, he got a twin in the car. Yeah, he got a twin in the car. <laughs> Man, that's just crazy when you think back to just empty streets and me well, walking the airport no, with re- not a soul. Remember there when you came in here and you looked at me? You know, are, is this, is this okay? I said, yes. Jesus, it's we've been working next to each other for fifteen years. You think I give a damn that you're sitting six feet away from me now? And I did when I when I caught the COVID, it knocked the crap out of me. We can't hold the baby. We can't hold the baby unless we put a mask on. Ooh. Well, that you can understand. Hmm. My cousin is a cop, and he said him and his cop buddies um, rode their bicycles right down the Las Vegas Strip. There wasn't a soul there. Wow. You mean where you normally wouldn't be able to cross the street? Right. I told you guys about the cop. <laughs> playing golf with a buddy of mine who had a rant about guys, old guys driving scooters. No, I don't remember this. This Dawson's kid, Jimmy, was playing golf at the Highland Nine Hole. Okay. Well, with a friend who was a cop. Yep. And for some reason, the copper had this tirade about these old farts that drive scooters. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And he he turned, and he said, look at this. A-H. Look at this. Look at this asshole. Yeah, look at this right. gold look at fart. That's sushi. Made you feel good, huh? Made you feel good. Uh, I thought it was funny. Uh, my old man has one of those two now, and he is a terror. It's yeah. full throttle everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Is it Bob get, getting a Jimmy Dean's at the Walmart Supercenter? Uh, that's yeah. on a scooter. That's on his. Oh, that's uh, different. That's a different kind of scooter. I'm talking a two-wheel scooter, kid. Yeah, but nothing's yeah. going to get in the way. Oh. Nothing's going to get in the way of <laughs> not Walmart not Jimmy Dean. paraplegic scooter. <laughs> right. Not the Bob the, scooter. The scooter scooter. Yeah, a real scooter. Scooter not scooter. the one where Bob goes into Walmart and he is beelining <laughs> to make sure nobody's going to get that four-wheel scooter, and I'm just dying. And I don't know what the guy was raving about because I'm particularly careful on a scooter. You know, I'm yeah, particularly you're, you're, you, you, you <laughs> vigilant. Ride as if everybody's trying to kill you. You've right? got the streamers. 
off the handlebars. No, but but I do cars <laughs> the front wheel of close to <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, that was your finest hour putting uh, tampon streamers on my. Uh, that was choice too. We were going to put it in a freight elevator and bring it up and park <laughs> it in your office. Did Stan but, give you grief about that? Uh, uh, yes, he was part of the. Um, the chairman had a sign that says "No motorbikes." Yeah. Because the wheels are too small, and if you hit a pothole, you're. No, well, he's not wrong. No, I, I certainly agreed with him. Yes, sir. As <laughs> I faded away. Okay, let's go. Who's got something? Kenny, let's go. Kenny does. All right, I'm rolling. Shape up. Or was, shape out. was that a break? Yes. Yeah. You were really bad at that. I, I can't man, tell when we're on or we're, we're, we're on now, man. This damn podcast. The keeper of common sense. Well, it won't be long. Hang in there, GLers. Temps in the 40s arriving soon, and that snow on your lawn's going to melt away. And that beautiful lawn you've always dreamed about, just to click away, professionalturf.com. Now, I'm going to admit, some of us uh, GLers are a tad bit obsessive about our lawns. If you want the best lawn on the block, go with Professional Turf. They've been around since 82. They have service techs with over 20 years of experience. They service the same route, so they know your lawn better than you. Matter of fact, when I lived in uh, Minneapolis, my lawn was pro-turf's problem. I just I couldn't care less right. because they were on it and they did all the work. But here's the deal. Pro-turf has a toot-sweet policy. If you see something janky or otherwise on your lawn in the middle of the season, you get hold of them, and they'll be out toot sweet to rectify it right away. They'll take care of it. What's toot sweet be? Right now, brother. Toot sweet oh, right now. Immediately. Oh. Yep. This is the literal translation. Uh... Steve is my guy, Kenny, and he is on point. And I've never had to make a call to yep. say I've got an unsightly weed. Yep. Professionalturf.com. They'll come out, give you an uh, estimate, and you'll get the best custom slow-release fertilizer and weed control plan you've ever received. Environmentally safe, guaranteed for results. Everything, all the weeds gone. Pet friendly. Yeah, oh, yes, absolutely. Professionalturf.com. What is the news you've heard lately about California, particularly involving the uh, snowfall in the high Sierras? What, what, what's the general? Climate change. That, and what else have you heard of people running out of food? And, yep, the, uh, yep. Uh, getting the snowed in, flooding. Snowed yep. in, and mm-hmm. I love GLers. Uh, a guy writes me, and he says he was cleaning out something. He doesn't save papers, but he came across this. <laughs> it's the St. Paul Pioneer Press, Saturday, March 5th, 1938. Okay. Headline, floods pour over California. There's a picture. Next story over. Flood deaths reach 210. Damage likely to pass 50 million. Planes drop food in mountain areas. It's all happened before. This is a, It's cyclical. It's all happened before. The atmospheric rivers are not new. 1938. And it wasn't, pre- it wasn't uh, uh, presented to the news consumer as hysteria. It was presented to the news co- news consumer as news. What day was that? Yeah, I mean, what was the actual day? Saturday. I bet it was still a thick paper. Saturday, March fifth, nineteen thirty-eight. Floods pour over California. Flood deaths reach two hundred and ten. Damage likely to pass fifty million. Oh God, what would that be today? I wonder. Uh, and planes drop food in mountain areas. It's exactly what's happening today. And that's what eighty three years ago, I did that math at the top of my head. Is that pretty right? damn good? <laughs> Somebody better check it. Isn't that something? Uh, it's 
it's just fun when the GLers know how to uh, reinforce the old mayor's leanings. <laughs> uh, I've been struggling with my reaction uh, to what the DFL has done now. They are going to keep and spend the surplus, $17.9 billion. They're adding it to the budget. I think we all knew that. And you predicted it months ago. 34% increase in spending. <clears throat> um, let me just jump in. $50 million in 1936. 38. 38, okay. Close enough. Okay, is worth $1,082,000,000. Wow. wow. Uh, the governor, Walls, and legislative leaders, meaning DFL legislative leaders, uh, have announced there's just there's there's no hiding it there's no subterfuge they're just saying this is the way it's going to be oh, we're growing the government the sub headline DFLC spending increase of thirty four percent this is today's strip the sub headline target budget spends all of surplus includes rebates GOP can't derail deal right. which to me translates in my brain GOP has no say in the matter. Yeah, well, it isn't even, it's not a deal. A deal is something agreed upon. Supposes that yes. two people might have agreed on something. Right. Yeah. This isn't a deal. This is the leftists burning through that money as fast as they can. Here's the problem. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm, I don't know who in the state would approve of this. I, I would imagine the people who most approve of this are people who have no, investment in the state they don't pay property taxes they don't they don't have a large stake in uh, maybe they get money from the government uh they don't have a they don't have a, a horse they're not stakeholders no. they're takers but you know what this also says gentlemen walls never on his campaign trail walls never left the metro he doesn't give a damn about outstate Minnesota. There you go. And this is just being ramrodded through whether the state of Minnesota wants it or not, because the population inside the metro is what's controlling government overreach in Chris, the state right now. He went to one like farm expo and thing got and, shouted down and it fled the area like his hair was on fire. Yep. Yep. Government can work together for the people. We can reach compromises, Walls said during a Tuesday news conference, touting the benefits of democratic control of state government. Hold on. Who, uh, we don't know who, that. Who did they compromise with? Well, there, <laughs> this is a lie. There is no compromise. Yeah. He's lying. We can get our work done on time. Well, yeah, because you don't have anybody that can stop you. <laughs> We can get our work done on time, and we can deliver a budget that Minnesotans can be proud of. I'm, I'm, I'm not. not proud of I, it. I'm not. You guys. Because here, here's no. the problem. You've just guaranteed that from this point forward until the earth ends and melts due to climate change, <laughs> you've guaranteed that the government must always annually replicate that $17.9 billion. Yep. You have mm -hmm. to come up with it now every year. And you know where that's going to come from. That's going to come from higher taxes. Exactly. None of the programs they're inventing, none of the programs they fund will go away. They will have to be paid for in perpetuity. 
You've just increased the size of your budget by $18 billion. And it was a surplus due in no small part to uh, an awakening, uh, uh, finally uh, a waking up after the pandemic and people getting back to work and producing more taxes for the state. Well, do you want another pandemic to come along so you can generate another $17.9 billion when that pandemic goes away? Of course you don't. But you've guaranteed now that the government of Minnesota has grown by $18 billion a year, and that must be provided every year from now until eternity. I don't. Do, do people realize the long-term ramifications from a business standpoint no, no, in the state? Don't. No, because it's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. People have predicted that if if this does go through, which you had predicted months ago that it would, businesses are going to start leaving this state. It's already started. It's a thirty percent increase to the state's current fifty-two billion dollar budget. Unheard of. That's. Unheard That's of. Criminal. And so they I, brag I think, about it. Yeah, I think a way to say it is it's no longer a $52 billion budget. It's a $69, a $69 billion budget when you add the surplus. No, you keep saying I predicted this. That wasn't hard to do. I know, but the fact that they're getting away with it is is, is no criminal. Opposition. It's criminal. They own the three they own the three houses and they're doing what they said they do. They're going to and they they've actually believe uh, Walls is comfortable lying to the people of Minnesota. And, and Tim, that's what you're doing. You're lying. Straight up. Government can work together for the people. No, no. You're not. About half the people in the state would disagree with you. We can reach compromises. You're lying, Tim. You didn't compromise with anybody. <laughs> This is all the work of the DFL. You didn't compromise with a soul. And you're going to hurt the people you pretend to care about. You're going to hurt them the most. I mean, look at what, what we've seen in the short term here in the last, let's say, 12 months. Enrollments down at the U of M, they're begging for more money. The schools are functioning at the lowest level they have in decades in, in the inner city right now. And all of this is going to continue to get worse. So much so, Chris that St. Paul is offering huge hiring bonuses yep. if you'll sign up and be a teacher in the St. Paul district. Yep. That's why we need to fund education, Suchi boy. Fully well, fund. Fully fund I'm, I'm getting to that. State public schools would see the biggest funding increase under this agreement. Well, they've done so well. They would get $2.2 billion more over the next two years, keeping in mind that education accounts for already half wow. the state's budget. We're, it's it's becoming more than half. It's creeping up there. It will be. Melissa Hortman called the education investment historic. <laughs> yes, it is, Melissa. It really is. It's like that Snoop Dogg commercial. It's historic, Lee. Bad. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> he and Andy Sandberger sitting yeah. on the beach. Yeah. Hortman called the education investment historic. The agreement includes a $650 million state funding increase for higher education, $300 million for early childhood education. This is the largest increase in early education, K-12, <coughs> excuse me, and higher education 
that I can recall in my time serving in the legislature over the last 20 years, Hortman said, adding the future annual state funding increases for K-12 would be linked to the rate of inflation. Uh, There's one problem, Melissa. It hasn't worked. Our overall success rate for education is is not anything to be proud of. And I level a lot of that blame, if not most of it, to to poor parenting and single-family households, which you might think you're able to do something about, Melissa, but you can't. Your policies are making it too easy to have poorly parented households. They're not tough enough. The other problem is, what can you progressives point to that have improved this state? Yeah. Can somebody please tell me how we're better than we were, oh, I don't know, 25 years ago? Pick a time. Could the city of St. Paul and Minneapolis, given your progressive politics, your regressive, your turds, what can you point to to tell me that the cities are better? Are they safer? No. Are they prettier? No. Are they more well-maintained? Absolutely not. Is the infrastructure in tip-top condition? Nope, it's been neglected. Are the schools flourishing? Nope. God, you're running down the whole che- uh, list here, checklist. What mm-hmm. is better? Well, and that's what they, they cite this as, Minnesota's economy is strong. What is better? Tolerance. Nothing. Tolerance. Nothing. Oh, 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 uh, Kias are now uh, carjacking proof. <laughs> not yeah. yet. Well, not yet, but they're going to be. <laughs> It's uh, we're fighting a lonely fight, guys. It's uh, you know, people voted for Kaoli Her. She doesn't even want women to succeed in athletics, but she's a progressive. <laughs> but back to the the strategy, Joe, involved with the DFL, much like what the governor chose to do. This is how most state top state offices in the state are now going to operate. They're not going to bother with Rochester or far. They're not going to bother with any of those places. Because all that's going to matter is the Twin Cities Metro. Democratic Farmer Labor Party. What do they have to do with farming? Well, they hate it. Uh, yeah, that's Rocks true. and cows. Kyoli mm-hmm. Her, that's her name? That's yeah. right on brand for a, a Democrat. Um, doesn't want females to succeed and mm-hmm. thinks uh, it's okay. Let's let the black kids get by with Fs. Because, you know. Let's make black kids less than. Yeah. Let's we don't expect ex- We don't expect them. leadership from that. No, no. no. Uh, it's a despicable lot. That's a good lot. point, Joe. DFL. DFL. <laughs> Farming. What the hell? It ain't the DFL of your father's youth. <laughs> yeah. The DFL of Kennedy was probably, basically, they were all Republicans back then. State Senate President Bobby Joe Champion, DFL Minneapolis, said the proposed budget framework is balanced and reflects Minnesotans' values. (laughs) No, no, it does not. That is, oh, I know what that is. I guess it just doesn't reflect my values. And if it reflects your values, you've got really lousy values. You are willing. We just have to get back to those old school values, don't See, we? Right. I've been saying that for years. That's <laughs> <laughs> straight sidekick in yes. a can. Yes. If this reflects your values, then you hold it valuable to become a lesser citizen. You hold it to be a value of yours to become a lesser individual. 
you hold it as a value of yours to let the government replace your own decision making. You hold it as a value of yours that the government will make choices for you. That's those are your values. You've abandoned your individuality, you've abandoned your citizenship, you've abandoned your identity. You are more than willing to just shuffle along and let this government grow beyond your recognition, which it will be beyond your recognition. Someday you will wake up and your ox will be gored. Maybe not today, maybe not next year, but if you work, if you own a home and you pay taxes, some of this will begin to get to you. I don't know when, but unfortunately for you and the rest of us, it will be too late by the time this gets to you. What's the Reagan line? Oh, I'm boy. here from the government. And I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. I'm with the government and I'm here to help. Yeah, but no, what that's part of it. They're not helping. Right. Or or the percentage of the population that they're helping, they might need it, we should, but they're not getting better. We should look up that quote. It's a really good one. Be sure to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got it? it? I think I have it here somewhere. It's an amazing, it, it's happened so quickly. Uh, for the first time in many legislative sessions, they're well on pace to be done when they're supposed to be done. You know why? Why? They're not meeting any opposition. They're spending as much money as they possibly can with no opposition. Nothing has been log jammed. Who was the guy a couple of weeks ago that just went off a Republican from maybe Red Wing or yeah, I remember that. Rochester? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And he finally said what a lot of people are feeling, and he just got chastised and poo-pooed, and they shut him up. You got it, Chris? The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Yep. But since that came from Ronald Reagan, that also gets shouted down. Uh, America. Uh, I can't make the kids I used to have. One kid split. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He would never come back. Oh, right. Yeah, gotcha. I got two others and I cannot convince them what's coming their way. And they're young enough that they should be worried about it. I'm too old to worry about it. I, I, but they have children. Why would you raise them in this state? This state has abandoned any, any, common sense i will say this i don't know how a parent in my case i've got two young ones right i don't know how anyone can look at what's going on with public school in the city and say that's exactly where i want my kids to get their education somebody's got to somebody will have to turn me around by pointing out to me what has the left accomplished what have they improved how has the left improved your life aside from the continued growth of government that they've got knocked, nailed down. Government's view of the economy could be summed up in a few short phrases, according to Ronald Reagan. If it moves, tax it. If it keeps moving, regulate it. And if it stops moving, subsidize it. Mm -hmm. Somebody tell me 
There's got to be some lefties listening. You know there are euphorians who love the show. Yeah. Of course, yes. But you're not really a euphorian. You're a closet GL. Right. You're just afraid right. to admit it to your peer group. And you are, uh, hold yourself with uh, integrity, not hating anybody that disagrees with you. Could somebody please tell me what, what this is accomplishing? Well, that's easy. The destruction of the American way of life. I can't believe that that many Minnesotans want the American way of life destroyed. I don't think they see it. And by know, American way of way. life, I mean personal responsibility and individuality. I, but what I mean is that you as a citizen are larger than the government. That's what I mean by the American way of life. 1968, Ronald Reagan, we must reject the idea that every time a law is broken, society is guilty rather than the lawbreaker. It's time to restore the American uh, precept that each individual is accountable for his actions. Did you read about the three kids, I'm sorry, four kids, arrested after a police pursuit in Minneapolis mm -hmm. yesterday? Yes. Uh, I, I I need to mention it to get to a point I want to make. Four teenage boys were arrested after a pursuit and crash yesterday. Started around 3 p.m. when officers responded to a robbery on Chicago Avenue near East 56th Street. A woman said four people assaulted her, snatched her purse, and drove away. Fifteen minutes later, officers were called to another robbery on Longfellow near Cedar Avenue. A 15-year-old girl told police four people threatened her and took her phone, then drove off. Police said at 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, other officers found the suspect vehicle, which was stolen, at Plymouth and Xerxes Avenues at the border of Golden Valley. They tried to stop the car, but the driver took off, leading police on a 16-minute chase back down to the Whittier neighborhood. Minneapolis police say in total... The uh, stolen car hit at least three other vehicles. Early on in the pursuit, an officer in a squad car hit another car in North Minneapolis. That driver went to the hospital with minor injuries. No other uh, injuries were reported. Of the four, I noted that one was 15. Mary Morality will see to it that he serves no time. You know it. Honest to God. Mary Morality will say his brain's not developed. She's your template for fighting uh, transgender issues in schools. The Hennepin <laughs> County Attorney. Where can I move to? And meanwhile, she's doing a sleight of hand by patting herself on the back for arresting some uh, meth and drug traffickers. Right. Or not meth, um, uh, uh, fentanyl. Yeah, but one of those was 24. And according to oh. Mary Morality, <laughs> his brain doesn't develop until 25. So right. of these four kids who terrorized three different neighborhoods, Changed terrorized very many individuals, threatened the lives of innocent bystanders, one of them, for sure, will suffer no consequences because he's 15. Right. No consequences. 15 going on 25. Because Mary Morality will take care of it. Holy man. Well, he's a child. You know, at 15, he's a child. Now, you say, I say, I've rhetorically said, what good has the left done? Not only have they done not done any good, they've done complete destruction, the likes of which Mary Morality, right. who was a product of the left. Judges are products of the left. Prosecutors are products, uh, 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 products of the left. Okay, then why are we not, as GLers, why can we not find out more about judges? 
You I'm can, guilty. you just have to do your own homework. Mm. I'm guilty of it. Just check them off, check them off, check them well, off. Don't be guilty of it. Do more than that. Can somebody right. do that for me and send that no. in to me, please? No. <laughs> yeah, garage voting for dummies. I think he's making an excellent <laughs> point because you, you've got to be a private investigator. You've really got to dig. You got to be Rockford. Yeah, but a lot of those judges go unopposed anyway. Right. How, how can we change that? How do you, how does a judge run? Aren't we they just appointed? have to get back to those old school values. I agree, we? sir. You're very smart. Wise beyond your years. <laughs> just and wet behind the ears. I don't know. A conversation with himself. Maybe you got to get while the getting is good. You've got graduation coming up. Get to RF Molar Jeweler. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some brightness in the world. They've been selling love. Get yourself a Rolex. For 71 years. At all of these graduations that you're going to be attending for Gabe, you need to go to Moeller. Yeah, because he's got his Native American one. He's got his uh, Polish one. I'm going to ask Moeller what Polish. they got for a Polish high school Polish. graduation. Yes. You know what? If anybody had anything, it would be Moeller. That's right. Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, 50th in France and Edina. Okay, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, engagements. Uh, graduations. You should basically just keep all Saturdays in June open, okay? No, I'm not available. <laughs> Sterling Silver Jewelry to find jewelry with diamonds, sapphires, rubies, and other gemstones. It does make the world a brighter place. It's a fun store to be in. And I, I'm not the type of person to hang around a jewelry store, but I have hung around inside Molars because I know the people. I like the atmosphere. It's colorful. Yep. The, uh, the store at Ford in Cleveland has been remodeled. It's absolutely gorgeous. They have a terribly educated and informed staff, which is good because Mark's usually asleep at his desk. And he, wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't know what's going on. That's right. what I was going to say. You yeah. hang around so right. you can just rip into Mark. Right. Ask for Matt. Ask for Nancy. They're great ask people. For Bobby. Uh, this is this is top drawer. This is top drawer selection. You select your ring. They got a curated collection of rings. And then you have in-house people, artists, mm -hmm. and you talk about what kind of ring you want to to create perfect they do it right there and everything stays in house including repairs in the unlikely event that anything needed repairing i i love these guys they've been doing this for more than 70 years we're on the third generation started by old man moeller back in 1951 rfmoeller.com Mark doesn't even come in anymore. He's living working from home. He's living. He doesn't work anymore. Retired. Uh, Bobby. What's where is he at down there? Florida. Well, thank you. West Palm Beach. Oh, nice. Tough gig, huh? See you next. Uh, doesn't Larry Fratelloni have a place in West Palm? Uh, I think Naples. Larry's a Naples guy. Yes, yeah. that's you, the other side of the state. You from Naples? Marcos Island. You been to Marcos? Marcos Island. <laughs> I love that. Damn. Give me some Marco Island right now. I I don't like Marco. Marco's fantastic. It's nothing. It's a round thing. It's uh, nothing. Walk in the beach. Oh, hey. Boom. Getting up early, right here, shelling with them. the wife. Both of them. Joe. It's awesome. We got an extra room Where? in the house. Where? The house that she rented. Where? Cape Coral. Ooh, is boy. it the sea the seaweed is going to roll in though, right? Yeah, we've talked about it. I, a big uh, seaweed attack. Choke the entire gulf. Can I make a confession? <laughs> yeah. I've mapped it out if I can go see it when we're down there. 
The seaweed? I got to find it. Yeah, but I don't know how it curves around the keys and comes up into the Gulf. It's like the Calcutta Clipper. Comes down. Oh, there's the ocean currents and the <laughs> ebb and the flow and the tide and that towing it. Right. I got news for you, pal. Yeah. You're not going to be driving around anywhere. It's going to be packed down there no matter where. Because it's spring break. Traffic is going to be up. Well, again. Spring was... break from all the people we got to forgive their college loans? Yeah. You they need more a people need break to think about how they're going to get rid of their college break. loans. Uh, remind uh, John. Yes, hey, I got to get going. I got to do my income taxes today. Hey, speaking of that, uh, Gabe wants to be paid in the graduation before Alice. Before you, <laughs> before you, in whatever. Gabe and Alice are seniors. Yes. Jeez. Will you, John, That's give crazy. me a heads up? Because Joe's done, so I'll do one into the break in between news segments. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Alice is a pretty Thank smart you. kid. Yes. Are we ready? Having a hell of a time trying to figure out where to go to school. You haven't decided yet. No, but a lot of schools are offering her a nice test. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that's a good spot to be in. Right. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Oh. This one, Kenny. Yep. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Just thinking about it, ProTurf and Tri-State Bobcat, they go together like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, ProTurf gives you the beautiful lawn all season long, and a Toro zero-turn mower from Tri-State Bobcat makes that lawn look amazing. And along the way, they drastically cut your mowing time. And I'm just going to be honest, they make it fun. It's fun throwing those levers forward and just flying through the grass. Right now, Tri-State has the best pricing on select previous model years, both the Time Cutter and Titan zero-turn mowers. Uh, we're talking 42 inches up to 60 inches, discounts from 10 to 20% under the promo pricing. Now, if you obsess about your lawn, a Toro Zero Turn will make it perfect. We're talking country club. Uh, but unfortunately, winter ain't over. We think it is, but Mother Nature, she's going to do what she's going to do. Tri-State Bobcat can get you into a Toro snowblower during the spring sale. Both the, uh, the Toro Power Clear single stage and the Power Max two-stage snowblowers You'll find them at all three locations. Mankey's Outdoor Equipment in Owatonna, now part of the Tri-State family, so all the pricing promos also available down in O-Town. And make sure you tell them you're a GLer when you swing into any one of the Tri-State locations. Burnsville, Little Canada, and Hudson, Wisconsin. And you can see everything, all the cool Bobcat stuff uh, at tristatebobcat.com. Here's Johnny Height. Thank you, Joe. This uh, news update brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Uh, well, we'll repeat the story. What the heck, huh? Because we talked about it a lot, but we should mention it again. It's Demo important, John. It really is. Democratic Governor Tim Walz and legislative leaders announced that they have agreed to a spending framework that would increase the state's budget by nearly $17.9 billion. Is that with a B, John? And uh, That's a With B. a B. And let's Chris. see now. The, the budget surplus was right around 8 billion. Hmm. Yeah. The budget agreement reached by Walls, House Speaker Melissa Hortman and Senate Majority Leader Kerry Dietzik. Now, those, of course, are all Democrats, is notable not only for its size, but for coming just halfway into the legislative session. Usually they wait till uh, right at the end of the session. But as the governor said, they uh, they were able to compromise already. <laughs> There's nobody to compromise with. That money burned a hole in their pocket. <laughs> the increase is about a 20 percent increase over the current $52 billion budget. State public schools would see the biggest funding increase, $2.2 billion over the next two years. 
Uh, there'd be $1 billion for housing, nearly $670 million for a proposed statewide paid family and medical leave program. There will be a rebate for taxpayers. We we don't know how much that would be, but past ideas thrown out there by Walls indicate it would be around $1,000 for single taxpayers, two grand for couples. Oh, boy. Uh, Melissa Hortman said the legislature will take action on the Social Security tax, but they were not uh, specific about whether or not they'll fully or partially eliminate that tax. So, Such, I'm gonna, I, I, this year I have to pay just under a grand to the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just going to turn around and give it back? Well, yep. Why not just not make me pay? That makes too much sense. Right? I mean, it, it balances out. It's the same thing. God. Because you've got a lot of people employed, employed in the Department of Revenue, and they have to have something to do. <laughs> I am uh, currently on the Star Tribune article on this very topic. Yes, sir. Just scrolling through the old comment section. What are they? It might be a ray of hope, because yeah. pretty much everyone's mad okay. about this. So I well, It makes no sense. It's well, yeah, it's laughable. You know, well, as we've talked, fiduciary about. responsibility yeah. sounds no, much more official than what I said. It's being drunk in Vegas. You already spent your allotted budget. Now you're mortgaging the house on a blackjack game. That's no, exactly well, Kenny, what Kenny's the... right. You you've already spent all the money you brought to Vegas, but you you got hammered. You tripped over a bag in the men's room, and you <laughs> opened it up, and there was eighteen billion dollars in there, and you rushed back. It's gone in 10 minutes. And you're coming out of the bathroom with your pants on. <laughs> Guys, look what I bought. I found 18 billion more. <laughs> Let's gamble some more. <laughs> Back to the table. Don't yeah. save it. No. Uh-uh. So anyway, there you go. There's so that got story. That going for us, which, <laughs> which is nice. nice. <laughs> which is nice. I think. Uh, Dozens of community members raised concerns about safety on Metro Transit buses and trains at a public listening session. Oh, it's top drawer, Joe. I got to add that to my list. Public transportation. Is that better? Ward 9 City Council Member Jason Chavez organized the meeting, which focused on three locations, Interstate 35W and Lake Street Station, Chicago Lake Transit list. Center, and Lake Street Midtown Station. Back, create your own. I'm sorry, John. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Right. I apologize. <laughs> Chavez, no, go ahead, John. I'll be quiet. Chavez says, Is that with an irate? My office has received multiple concerns of livability, safety, and support for unhoused neighbors that need a lot of help right now in terms of finding stability. Oh, we are here to listen and to learn. He joined Representative Samantha Sensor-Mura, Minneapolis School Board member Colin Beachy, Trans Equity Council Representative Naomi Badboy, Metro Transit Police Chief Ernest Morales III, and several Metro Transit representatives at the Corcoran Park Recreational Center to hear from the public. About two dozen people spoke. Several described a growing drug problem. Unlike rail trains and stations, Mohammed Abdul Ahad is the executive director of Touch Outreach, a violence interruption group. He said that unidentified smell, those are opioids that's being smoked. That's fentanyl. The last four months, my team has responded to over 30 overdoses. Seven of them didn't have a pulse. We brought them all back due to the Narcon training that we all had. Other public safety concerns were raised as well. Last month, a transgender woman suffered a serious head injury when she was assaulted at the Lake Street Midtown Station. The Met Council approved a two-year, $6 million contract at that point. You might remember we talked about this with a private security team to provide unarmed personnel at six stations, including the Lake Street Midtown Station. 
Chief Morales views the measure as a stopgap to address an immediate need while his department faces an officer shortage. Metro Transit Police have 108 full-time officers, plus another five that started training this week. But there are 171 budgeted positions. That means there are more than 60 officers short. Hmm. The uh, 10 o'clock news last night, I don't know if it was five or four. It was I, WCCO because I was going to ask the same I, I thing. I click a lot. Yep. Uh, they took their cameras on the train and just, it's just, it's rampant drug use. Rampant. Okay. I'll tell you what I saw today at the airport uh, earlier, the airport police, uh, when the train comes in the tunnel at terminal one, are boarding and checking the trains. I did see that this morning. They were they were stationed down there. When I came up university coming from the airport, there were two Metro Transit cops that had stopped right by uh, university in Raymond and were boarding and checking, not letting the train go to see. Hmm. So at least uh, Metro Transit and Airport PD are responding because it's just getting out of control. I have a, I have a question because I'm old and surly and angry most of the time. Uh, these uh, narcotics that they're smoking, where do they come from and how do they get into our country? Go ahead. Well, they come across the border from Mexico. And who supplies Mexico with the... That would be your Chinese. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, it was nice to see, Rook, that the train actually stopped and didn't t-bone a car going through an intersection true that yeah, was uh, a hole. we're moving forward a hole. small baby steps i i, I realized that the car uh might not be 100 at fault but i i that that driver bears a great deal of responsibility for that hmm. because uh you've got to be blind and not see the train isn't going to stop yeah. Well, wouldn't you just assume it was going to? No, you can't assume when you're right. out in traffic. Okay. But at you that speed, a, a, a driver that's engaged would go, that thing's not going to stop. I got every grandkid convinced that everybody's trying to kill him. Yeah. yeah. I don't assume cars are going to stop at red lights, Chris. Neither do I. I, do I, I look I. to make sure. Yeah. Did you ever hear that I, joke? My brother might be coming. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> County highway workers came upon human remains in a tote that was abandoned along the south shore of Lake Mille Lacs, according to officials. The maintenance workers made the discovery shortly before two in the afternoon yesterday north of Anamia, in the 14200 block of Twilight Road. They're regarding the case and treating it as a homicide. Workers mm -hmm. told investigators they initially tried to remove the tote from a ditch as part of routine responsibilities. Sheriff Kyle Burton said an arrest has been made, but he is not elaborating on what role that person may have played in the case or any details about whose remains were in the tote. More details of the arrest and investigation are expected later on today. That's an uh, interesting choice of words. What what exactly is a tote? Is, yeah, it, is a it a bag or a bin? It's. I've always thought it was a bin. Don't don't you? Is that how you? Take I don't. Totes? I did not think of bin. A, a, tote? a tote. I thought of a I, small bag. I see as a bag. Yeah. A bag. Look I'm up torture. Not, not sure. Okay. Not sure. Residents of Brooklyn Center will soon have one fewer place to shop. The store officials say that the Walmart on Shingle Creek Crossing is closing its doors for good next month. That'll affect 387 workers. According to a spokesperson, the location will close by April 21st, with the pharmacy scheduled to close the same day. The company says the decision was made after a thorough review process because the store hasn't reached financial expectations. The store had been open since 2012. A nearby Target store had closed its doors for good back in 2019. That building is still sitting empty. 
Brooklyn Center City officials say they learned about the closure Tuesday morning. The city calls the Walmart an anchor store of about 30 smaller shops and restaurants. Serves more than 34,000 shoppers in the area. Brooklyn Center Mayor April Graves says she's concerned about the impact a large, empty retail space will have on the community. Uh, Anyone who uses the Brooklyn Center Stores Pharmacy will be able to transfer their prescription to another Walmart location. As for the employees, the retailer says it'll pay all associates through the end of June unless they transfer to another Walmart. After that date, those who don't transfer will get a severance. Walmart spokesperson noted there are five other Walmart stores within 13 miles of the one in Brooklyn Center. Overall, the company operates 80 Walmart and Sam's Club stores in the state of Minnesota. A tote is a bag, can be of various sizes, but it is a soft-sided bag. Thank you very much. John, did you cite the actual quote from Walmart as to why they were deciding to close their... I did, uh, did. The reason I said that is because, did they just copy and paste that then from both Aldi and Walgreens in that same area? (laughs) Meaning it's it's theft. That's why they're closing their stores. Right. That's what I assumed, you know. Star Tribune reporting the recently revealed leak of radioactive tritium at the Monticello Nuclear Generating Station was the sixth highest recorded among U.S. nuclear power plants. A monitoring well at the site registered a tritium level of 5 million picocuries per liter. According uh, oh. to, yeah, I know. According to a November 22nd report from the plant, uh, only five other plants across the country have ever registered leaks of higher concentrations, according to a 2021 report from the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Tritium is a mildly radioactive form of hydrogen. It mixes easily into water, but it presents no health risk unless it's ingested. It occurs in nature, but more commonly as a byproduct of nuclear power production. Excel has been pumping up and collecting contaminated water. It's also pumping to keep the underground plume of tritium from spreading. By last week, the concentration in the monitoring well had decreased to 2.47 million picocuries per liter. Mm. Federal limit for tritium drinking is 20,000 picocuries. Luckily, uh, luckily, none of this contaminated water has left that site. Well, the, the one thing they did that they didn't bring up in that story, and I haven't read yet, is they denied us, Minnesotans. They denied us. They denied us of the opportunity to freak out and run for our lives. <laughs> I've been waiting for that all my life. I want to load up, get all the guns, all the ammo, chainsaws, everything, hit the highway, do 130 on the freeway straight out to Wyoming and squat on government land somewhere. Well, speaking oh, of that, yeah. are you boys aware uh, that the news gathering institutions mm. are uh, adamantly trying to sell us on a new fungus that's spreading at an yeah. alarming rate? Oh, my yeah. Yeah. An I saw a picture of the fungus. The country yeah. is called Candida auris. Yep. It's a form uh, of yeast that is usually not harmful to healthy people. Can be, but can be a deadly risk for fragile hospital and nursing home patients. It spreads easily and can infect wounds, ears, and the bloodstream. Is this major? Super bugs that major resist antibiotics or regular? Major. This is major candida. This is okay, yeah, major, major, major candida. So we got to watch out now for fungal infections. Ooh. Are you fungal. a fun guy? Huh? Are you a fun guy? I'm not a fungal guy. <laughs> 
Minneapolis teenager received a prison term of more than 12 years for pulling off three armed carjackings in the Twin Cities last spring, including one when he pulled the trigger on a loaded gun aimed at a man who tried to thwart one of the ambushes, but the weapon malfunctioned. 19-year-old Shamir Black was sentenced in U.S. District Court in St. Paul this week after pleading guilty to one count of carjacking in connection with the auto theft in early June outside Tony Jaros Bar in northeast Minneapolis. His sentence includes three years of court supervision after his 12-and-a-half-year prison term. As part of the plea agreement, he also admitted to involvement in two other armed carjackings in Golden Valley in May of 2022. How so, did Mary Morality keep her hands off that one? He's only 19. His brain is informed. But, um, so three years when he did pull the trigger, but it malfunctioned. Right. It malfunctioned, yes. The, the guy heard the gun click and nothing happened. Oh, so there wasn't one in the chamber, probably. Yeah, don't know. But he so. should get more than three years for doing. No, no, that. he got he got twelve years. Oh, okay, okay. twelve years, and then uh, three years of, uh, three years, three years after the prison term, twelve and a half year prison okay. term, and then three years. Got it. On, I missed uh, that. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Uh, we will have uh, more news. After this message, I believe, from when Mr. I Chris Reavers. Think about things I'd like to spend my money on. Taxes is not one of them. How about a nice outdoor paver patio, Joe? Huh? Ooh, I'd like that. Anderson Brothers Outdoors will take care of you. This is a very, very cool story. It's two brothers, Christoph and Justin GLers. They started their business when they were in junior high school, mowing lawns around the neighborhood, and they kept at it. And they worked hard, and now they have grown into a premier outdoor living business. Anderson Brothers Outdoors is a full design and build outdoor construction company. Whether you are interested in a custom natural wood or composite deck, a paver patio, hardscaping, pools, outdoor kitchens, or maybe you've got something else in mind, they look forward to creating the outdoor space that you, yes, you desire. They will consult with you to design your dream living space. And here's the cool part. You'll get to take a look at a personalized 3D rendering of the design prior to the project's start. And you have to look at some of their amazing work that they have done. You can go online and visit their website, andersonbrosoutdoors.com, andersonbros, B-R-O-S, outdoors.com. And uh, please book an appointment with them today and let them know you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. B-R-O-S. You guys join me in creating that list of questions to ask the, the regressives. What have you, are we safer? Are we prettier? Are we better maintained? Are the schools reporting achievement? Are the street lights on? Uh, are you able to afford your lifestyle? Is public transportation a, a reasonable means? Uh, do we have government agency accountability and competence? No, not really. Not when there's a $250 million food fraud in the Department of Education. That list can be much longer. I'm just struggling to come up with more. How about this question? Hmm. Can you hope, please? Yeah. Can you hold, please? Can you hold, please? Maybe I should run that tomorrow or Friday. Can you hold, please? please? Can you hold, please? I mean, uh, where where do you look for an improvement? You, it's tough. All right, Ken. Uh, oops. Moon? Yes, please. Either one. Yeah, either one. Um. What happened to my? 
Did you guys see the front page of today's Star Tribune business section? Um, yeah. I see the picture of the lithium mine in China. I did, yeah. Yeah. How grotesque is that? Yeah. And the picture of the little kids hauling bags of that crap out of the ground. And we're celebrating the fact yep. that it's now cheaper. Mm-hmm. That one's not in China, though, was it? I thought I looked at the picture and it was somewhere else. The uh, picture. Uh, Democratic Republic of Congo in Congo, yeah. That's one. No, the picture's from uh, the Cherhan Salt Lake in Galmud, China. That's the top picture. but then yeah, where the, the, Oh, no, the bottom one. Yeah, it's not China. Yeah, the yeah. kids pulling it out is yeah. from someplace but, but else. The, and Chinese, I, I Chinese own mines in Africa. He's yeah. pulling a bag of cancer out of the earth. Mm-hmm. Bag of cobalt. But you drive your electric cars, people. That's there you go. Yeah. I bless the rains down in Africa. <laughs> They're here tomorrow, aren't they? Are they seriously? Ooh. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday the twenty second. Yeah, they're here the twenty-third. Armory? Weezer. Toto. Uh, Toto. No, not Weezer. Toto. Ooh, Jesus. Is Angie going? Yeah, that's Africa, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, is Angie. I saw her about, about a six months year ago. I, saw I think her. the last time I saw her would have been the state fair. Yep. We traded messages right around Christmas. I wished her a happy Christmas and Aww. she was she was doing fine. And she's happy got two, Christmas. What are you two, British? Two what kids. You, you, she's got two kids. Two kids. Does she still live in Chaska? Uh she did at the time, yes, that I talked to her. I, I think that's when I ran her. into her. I was at the Target and I saw her at we just Shot the breeze for a bit. Let's go here. Are you ready? Yeah. Rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Uh, Us GLers, we're quite the crowd, aren't we? We love the stuff that keeps our cylinders running top notch. One easy way to keep that engine running strong. We know. Seafoam motor treatment. It cleans the fuel system. It also It's also an easy way to stay ahead of preventable engine problems and that, you know, that kind of look out of the side of his eye from your mechanic. Seafoam motor treatment helps everything run better, last longer. It's safe. It's easy. And you can use it in all kinds of cars, trucks, tractors, big engines, small engines. Just pour it in the fuel tank and let Seafoam do all the heavy lifting. You can pick up a can anywhere that automotive products are sold. Uh, I've even seen it in grocery stores. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. In other news, Russian President Vladimir Putin and his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping have wrapped up their talks. They did not discuss a Kiev proposed peace plan and the war in Ukraine during their visit this week, according to Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov. Peskov said that Kiev's proposal was a matter of Sino, Sino, Sino-Ukraine relations. Meanwhile, Mike McCall, the chair of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, will hold a hearing next Wednesday on oversight, transparency, and accountability of Ukraine assistance. The acting inspector generals from the State Department, Defense Department, and U.S. Agency for International Development are slated to testify. The dollars in U.S. assistance to Ukraine is expected to come under increased scrutiny by the Republican-led House. 
Two school administrators shot at a Denver high school this morning after a handgun was found during a search of a student, according to authorities. The juvenile suspect remained at large. The gun was not immediately recovered following the shooting at East High School, according to Police Chief Ron Thomas. The shooting happened about 10 this morning, an area away from classrooms, as the student was undergoing a daily search as part of a safety plan, according to officials. Jeez. One of the administrators was critically injured and is undergoing surgery. The second victim a victim in stable condition. Police know the identity of the suspect. They're confident they would apprehend him. He obviously is armed and dangerous, according to Denver Mayor Michael Hancock, and he is willing to use the weapon. And they're warning the community as they search for the suspect to be careful. Well, former President Trump awaits news on an indictment concerning a payoff to porn star Stormy Daniels. He's getting some more bad legal news. Prosecutors in the special counsel's office have presented preliminary evidence that the former president knowingly and deliberately misled his own attorneys about his retention of those classified materials after leaving office. Top federal judge wrote that Friday in a sealed filing. U.S. Judge Beryl Howell, one Friday stepped down as the D.C. District Court's chief judge, wrote last week that Prosecutors and special counsel Jack Smith's office had made a showing that the former president had committed criminal violations, according to the sources, and that attorney-client privileges invoked by two of his lawyers could therefore be pierced. Actor Dick Van Dyke is recovering from a vehicle crash that happened in Malibu. A single vehicle crash happened on March 15th, according to a spokesperson for the L.A. County Sheriff's Office. The actor's vehicle apparently slid and he lost control before it crashed into a gate. Arriving officers found Van Dyke behind the wheel of his 2018 Lexus LS500. L.A. fire officials evaluated the 97-year-old Van Dyke, who reportedly suffered minor injuries, included, including bleeding from the nose and mouth and possibly a concussion. The crash is under investigation by traffic investigators within the sheriff's department, uh, department, which is standard protocol. Drugs and alcohol were not a factor, but police have submitted paperwork to the DMV to request the actor to retake his driving test. I think it's time age. to take dad's license. Yep. 97, uh, yeah. yeah. Licenses to... for all. Yep. <laughs> San Jose Fire Department's chief is apologizing and recommending discipline for some crew members after video surfaced showing a bikini-clad woman walking out of a fire truck and into a strip club. Huh. Chief outlined the details in a memo obtained by NBC Bay Area on Monday after months of pushing for answers since the viral video was posted online. In his final memo to city leaders about the incident, the chief, Robert Sapien Jr., said the conduct by firefighters constituted violation of specific policies and procedures and rules and regulations. Based on this determination and consistent with city and department procedures, the fire chief forwarded a recommendation for disciplinary action to the city manager. That video shows a woman climbing down from fire engine number four and walking into the pink poodle strip club. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I like Last, the strip club. I wonder what that means, Pink Boodle. It means that's the name of the place. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the, they got it backwards, these firefighters. When stuff like that happens, that's when you make sure all the cameras are off. Right. Because yeah. you got to know that this is going to get leaked out. You gotta, can't leave a paper trail. Johnny, no. you got yes, one sir. more you want to do that you think is important, or are we done? Oh, that's that's important? I'm, I'm already on to the kickers. Well, let's do this one, though. Australia, they have found a new super-sized trapdoor spider. Central Everything Queensland. in that country will kill you. Everything. Everything. 
the arachnid has been dubbed Europlos dignitas. Uh -huh. Dignitas, the name derived from the Latin dignitas, meaning dignity or greatness, reflecting the impressive size and nature of the spider. Uh, this spider, which lives in open woodland habitats, uh, can be one and a half to two inches long. That's what? Pretty big spider. That's a uh, big spider, John. They can, uh, they can bite you. Uh, they're hairy tropical spiders. Their bites can cause pain and swelling in humans. It won't kill you, but it'll hurt. Uh, according to Britannica, the spiders construct burrows in the ground and build doors out of their silk. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. It's okay. like Dick Krennicky. The doors are closing. The part I'm of never going to Australia. Everything there can kill everything you. There everything there can kill you. They uh, do uh, the. They feed. Uh, they have the trapdoor made of silk. Now this is the interesting part. And when a little bug goes by, they can spring it open, grab oh the bug, shut, and eat the. Insect. It's the fifteen-hour plane flight is the reason I wouldn't want to go. Right. To I, I want to send us off into break with this cheerful news. Uh, Greta Thunberg has received an honorary theology commendation <laughs> from the, uh, uh, the the University of Helsinki. Uh, in Finland. It's uh, uh, ironic so, that it's theology, huh? It, it, it kind of rests the case yeah. that to the, a lot of these fruitcakes, it's a religion, there being no other one for them. So they've settled on this. Honorary theology commendation for that screwball. Wow. Isn't that something? What are they thinking about? I don't know. In Helsinki. <laughs> they are thinking. They're thinking about what Rook's about to tell me. They're thinking about uh, smart things to do, uh, helping people out, and being very charitable, you're describing Minnesota Masonic Charities online at mnmasoniccharities.org. And once again, I want to remind you that they do the work of so many people. They have so they're so well connected, and they feature uh, highlight other uh, charities like Crescent Cove. Yes, the other day I said Crescent Cove. I couldn't get over the Crescent part. It's Crescent Cove. It's a wonderful organization that offers care and support to children and young adults with unfortunately a shortened life expectancy and to their families who love them. Around the United States, there are over 4,700 hospice homes for adults, but Crescent Cove Respite and Hospice Home for Kids in Minnesota, it's the first and only home designed for children and their unique needs and just a third of its kind in the United States. Do you see how important that is? It's extremely important. You're talking about children, you're talking about sad stories, and you're talking about families, which is why Minnesota Masonic Charities donates to Crescent Cove just due to the fact that they're doing great work. And you know what? It's easy to see. When you get the word out, and I'm so glad that Minnesota Masonic Charities are on Garage Logic, getting the word out for the good that they do. If you'd like to learn more, about Crescent Cove, go to crescentcove.org. Or if you'd like to learn more about Minnesota Masonic Charities, go to mnmasoniccharities.org. Hmm? How long was that? That wasn't too long. 59, 60. How long was it? Uh, I wasn't counting. About a buck. Buck 10. Oh, you're full of shit. I am. How long was it? It wasn't that. I talked slow. Buck 12. No, you're not. Was it two minutes? No. No. It wasn't two. I didn't have that much copy. 130. See? Where'd you put that? I'm only asking because the, the our superiors are wondering. I got you. Is that a new watch? What? No, new hearing aid. What kind is it? 230. Get it because you can't hear. No, I don't get it. Hmm. 
you guys are like Bob and Ray, only not funny. <laughs> Let's Thank go. You. I got to meet the tax guy. Well, hang on. Hang on here. Uh, Ken. Oh, wait. You, you, oh, you just did Seafoam. That's right. So I still need Moon from you. Baby cakes. All right. Um. Okay. I need a thing here, don't I? John, for some reason, when Dylan sends me an email, and I don't know if it's just because I've had it for so long, they get archived quicker than anything else I have in my inbox. It's really weird. And I, maybe it's because they have like MP3 files. I have no idea. Good story, Reavers. Okay, sounds good. Let's go. Are we done with ads? No, Kenny has one here. Let's go. All right. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. 52 years strong in Monticello. We're talking Moon Motorsports, bringing Minnesotans the very best in outdoor recreation the whole run. Now that spring is here, let's talk snow. Not snow this year. Let's talk about the snow uh, next year and the Polaris Snow Check. Now's that special time of year when you can reserve your 2024 Polaris Dream Sled. The snow check process, really, really easy. Call Moon today to get started. Choose the model, the color, the options, and you're well on your way. You've got something to look forward to next year, at least. Uh, and since we're talking snow here, Moon has all of their snow gear and apparel on sale right now. Save 30% on that snow gear that you've been waiting to buy all winter long. Moon Motorsports, Polaris, Skidoo, Honda, Yamaha, Can-Am, and all the Euro brands located right there in Monticello and on the web at moonmotorsports.com. Thank you, Maestro. <laughs> if if I'm if I may apologize, I thought I hit my mute button there, and I no, I heard was... I heard Dylan's bump song, and I thought I want to see what key that's in. So I started playing here. I thought you were key. laying down a track under his ad. Yeah, yeah. it was all right actually. It worked out. I, I, admit, cool. I barely pay attention to you guys. I thought Kenny asked for it. Oh, <laughs> should pay more attention. Well, I knew that. I I thought it was part of the deal, and then I heard when Johnny said, "Oh, that freaking Kenny." I knew that that was. He, Emailer Lauren has a pretty good uh, acronym here for turd. Truly useless regressive Democrat. Ooh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Or at terribly all. undermining regressive deviants. Or toxic, unscrupulous regressive demons. Okay. Huh? Turds. We're going with we're going with regressive, but I don't care if turd is thrown in once in a while. What was uh, <laughs> Burt Reynolds? Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. 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 Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at WorldWideWaftage.com on this day in 1882. Joe, today is March 22nd. Well, a guilty verdict was rendered in the impeachment trial of Judge Eugene St. Julian Cox, who had been accused of conducting a trial while drunk. Whoops. His, case, his cause probably was not helped when 10 bartenders were called to testify to his ability to hold liquor. Cox was removed from office, but his allies in the Democratic Party later helped reverse the conviction. Ah. Mm -hmm. On this day in 1908, 322, they Mark him, huh? Maurice H. Stans was born in Shakopee. Ah. He served as Secretary of Commerce under President Nixon. 
Wasn't he involved in Watergate in some capacity? Next so. On this day in 1958, <laughs> movie producer Mike Todd, uh, who won an Oscar for Around the World in 80 Days in 1956, died in an airplane crash in New Mexico. Todd was born in Minneapolis in 1909 as Avram Hirsch Goldbogen. Oh, I did not know oh, he was born yes. huh. That's a delightful movie. Love yeah. that movie. Oh, I loved it too. 80 days, that's fast. On this day in... <laughs> so fast. On this day in 1993... George O. Berry died in Minneapolis, born in St. Paul, the son of a railroad porter and a domestic worker and a federal meat and poultry inspector by profession. Berry is one of the first African-Americans elected to public office in the city, winning a spot on the St. Paul School Board from 1966 to 1973. And during his tenure, he worked for the creation of magnet schools. Was he Irish? Yes. I don't know. You finally said, on this. Oh, Barry. Oh, was his middle, middle name. Oh, yeah. Because oh. <laughs> I think you said African American. I did. That confused me. Well, don't worry about it. Oh, Barry. On this day in 2002. <laughs> oh, Barry. <laughs> oh, I know what you're thinking. I gotta, See, that's what's the pathetic See, part. That's, that's yeah. That's yeah, exactly. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm in your head. You're you equally guilty. Evict me. I don't know, Barry. Rock, no, rock. I do not know a bleeping Barry. I did not do a column. <laughs> On this day in 2002, <laughs> Governor Ventura signed a law designating the image known as Grace as the official state photograph. The photograph was taken by Swedish-American photographer Eric Enstrom in 1918. It depicted an elderly man bowing his head and giving thanks. And huh. you know what he was, don't you? Huh. He was the local drunk. He paid him to pose. Oh, really? Yeah, really? that's it. Yeah, it's a I fascinating know he was story. from St. Paul. Did no, not know, know that. Where the streets are all messed up. No. Huh. And I want to say Irish. a final note. If you're headed to the... Timberwolves game tonight. Yeah. Um, if, if you have any any spirit of creativity at all, you'd start heckling Carol Anthony Towns by calling him Willis. Hey, Willis, you going to play tonight, Willis? Okay, okay. Willis Reed died, age of 80. Willis Reed severed a muscle in his thigh during the playoffs for the title in 1970 against the Lakers. Bandaged himself up, yep. came out, only scored four points, but it so motivated the Knicks. They beat the Lakers for the title. Really a, a tough guy. Carl Anthony Towns probably wouldn't even know who Willis Reed is. But if you're going to the game, start calling him Willis in, as a point of irony. <laughs> I think it's a bobblehead night tonight, is it not? Hey, Willis, when know. are you going to play? Hey. Thank you, GLers. I did look it up, Joe. Uh, he was involved in Watergate. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say yes. it. Go ahead, Chris. Yes. He no, just Nixon. I did confirm it. No, Nixon. Nixon. Thank you, GLers. So it stands. Wrap it up. <laughs> oh, Wrap Lord. it up, Barry. You did, you did ask. <laughs> he was involved. The guy's name was George O. Barry. Mr. O'Berry, will you be working on the railroad today? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it might have been like George, you know, Orville Berry. Mr. McBerry. <laughs> no. Hello, Mr. McBerry. No, that's the McFlurry. And do the railroads, do the lines go up and down when the trains go over them? No, listen. I've been wondering all my life a fortnight. Jo 
George O'Berry was his O was his middle initial. George O'Berry. Sounds like a piece of pie. A George O'Berry. Are you making a George O'Berry pie, Grace? Who's your name, Grace? Grace was the portrait. Grace was the guy. Yeah, drunken was. I, what did I do here? Pod it, man, on no your smartphone. GarageLogic.com for the online store, the GarageLogic Town Council, and sign up on, subscribe on YouTube for the GarageLogic page. It's entertaining. More entertaining than this. <laughs> See you, George. Here, you figure it out, Reavers. I got to go meet this tax guy. Okay. And I get mean, this shit beat out of me. Kenny, yeah. don't leave yet, please. I've got to, I'll be right back. Kenny, okay. where are you going? Uh, Reavers, we had quite a good talk about the state spending the surplus. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's no longer a secret, comma. The $17.9 billion surplus. The 17. The secret is out. Yep. Has been added to the state's expanded budget. Okay. Colleges are beginning to have what they call cultural graduations. What they call cultural graduations. Okay. A new sentence that's another reason the academy is failed. Uh, yep. Anything else? Johnny? Moment of silence. Yep. For fire at a John Deere dealership. John. All right. I'll see you brothers later. I got to go to work. See you, Eric. Yep. And John Height. And George O'Berry. And Height. Have you seen him? Have you seen Tell him? me, have you seen him? And George O. Berry. No, yes. we're not. And an apost- that's an apostrophe, not a period. I'll put it in there. I don't care. Let him find out what that's all about. Who the frick is George Berry? Hey, John, don't forget to send me new stories. Oh, Chris, thanks for that's, reminding me. That's my fault. I forgot to remind you. Well, I should be doing it every day, and I forget. Johnny, you yeah, you world? should, GD. Why does John send news stories? Because I add them to the show, see. show page. <laughs> all right, goodbye, Johnny, boys. Johnny, are you on tomorrow? I, uh, yes. What's okay, tomorrow? Better, Thursday? I was you about your time card, but okay. Why did you yes. just put your headphones on to unplug them, only then yep. to take them Fail. off? Way to go, cowboys. <laughs> oh, no. You are such a freaking creature of habit. Cowboys you can't help it. You know what? I don't know. Cowboys got his reasons. Um, I'm going to go and have him put a knife in my arm. And hey, 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 hey. Save some money for Gabe and Alice. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do this in installments? Yes. <laughs> Your credit is not good here. All right. So, Kenny, here's what we're going to do, sir. Tell you what I'm going Why don't you do. first give me uh, Pro Turf, and then I will save said episode, and then I'll have you do the two seafoams when we're done with that. that the um, Pro Turf. Where's that going? It's going at the very end of today's show, like how Josh would sit. On a on a Tuesday or Thursday episode. Gotcha. Because this will be a makeup from last Friday. I probably should bring my phone. Hey, you know what? If you want, I was gonna call you. <laughs> <laughs>
I forget your phone. There it is. All right. I gotta go see Luke. Luke, tell Luke. The Rook sent you. Okay, I think I'm. uh, I'm your father. Yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay, I am rolling. It's true. Some of us GLers are fairly obsessive about our lawns. If you want the best lawn in the block, you've got to go with ProfessionalTurf.com, a Minnesota lawn care company since 1982. ProTurf has service techs with over 20 years of, I almost said 70, 20 years of experience uh, that have been servicing the same route. So they get to know your lawn. When I lived in South Minneapolis, I got to tell you, my lawn was ProTurf's problem, but ProTurf has this really cool toot sweet policy, meaning if you see something janky on your lawn in the middle of the season, get a hold of them and they'll be out toot sweet and they'll take care of that. They'll rectify it for you. That's what they do. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate right now at professionalturf.com. A ProTurf tech will uh, come out once the snow has melted and then customize a slow release fertilizer and weed control program. Safe and environmentally guaranteed. You'll get a great lawn just click away, professionalturf.com. All right, beautiful. Let me just grab that quick. I'm, and I'm also going to use this on Friday's best of, if that's cool. That'll work. Okay. Uh, and then I'll send it to Rook just in case he's going to need it at some point next week, even though I know you're going to be here. But Adrian Barbeau is on Carson right now. John. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I had Johnny off. Sorry about that. This yeah. is something that should interest you. Yeah, she, she's. Uh, she's... It certainly has interested Johnny. Yeah. Wow. She uh, is looking very old lately. Although I think well, she's 80. Well, we, uh, <laughs> we all are. We all are. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw her somewhere and I went, wow. She Aren't is... we old? Mike and I did a segment about that on the show. It's like the things that make us feel old. It started with. The fact that Jose Canseco has a 30-year-old supermodel daughter, and that made me feel old. Wow. Well, I uh, felt old when he brought up Willis Reed. Uh, I saw it yesterday, and I went, oh, my God, I can't believe he's 80 and died. Was Jose Canseco, was he a player? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe this is is this God paying him back? Oh, for 100%. Because did he have a kid with Madonna, or did they just date? Oh, no clue. Okay. Don't know. Three, twenty-two, twenty-three. Yeah, now it's 100% God paying him back. I got to look, though, now, you bastard. Sorry. Second <laughs> Seiko and Madonna. I thought, I know they dated, but I can't remember if they had a kid together or not. She's got. He's, he says fake rumor never dated her. Oh, that's what I, he says. I Apparently, see. it was. A, I didn't. I'd never heard it. So, huh. hmm. I read about five chapters of his book, which basically started the whole steroid no. scandal. Yeah. Well, it was really bad. Yeah. I, Now you're going to yell at me because I've read part of Jose Canseco's book and not fall for it. Go ahead, John. I'm not going to say a word, Chris. I've given up any hope for you. You love me and you know it. I love you, Chris, but I have given up any hope. Sorry. (laughs) 
All right, I'm just saving the show, Ken, and then I'm ready for you with the... What's ball for? It's 1970, Jim Boughton wrote it. He'd been a pitcher for the Yankees, hurt his arm, ended up pitching for Seattle, made himself from a fastball pitcher into a knuckleball pitcher, just a junk baller, and kept a diary of the season. And that's before there was any, you know, there was no counterculture, et cetera, with baseball. And he, he put some things in the book that made baseball very angry. Oh. Yeah. Stories about Mickey Mantle chasing women and oh drinking and uh, just stuff like that. George Burnett, one of my favorite, uh, I used this on the air once with Pat, who remembered it and laughed heartily. One of my favorite quotes is, uh, Seattle had to play a morning game. I don't remember why, but 11 in the morning and George Burnett, one of their pitchers said 11 a.m. I don't even cough up my first panty girdle before then. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and, and there's, I mean, and that's before, you know, baseball then was apple pie and you know what when, I mean. Right? When did uh, Bill Lee come on the scene? Were they ever uh, He was in the pals? 70s. Uh, they, I believe they ended up pals, but they were never on the same team or anything. No. Uh, Boughton was, he had retired by, well, he pitched through 72, I think. And then Ted Turner brought him back for one year, just as kind of a novelty in 74, 5, 6, somewhere around there. Uh, but uh, he was retired by the time Lee uh, that is was an Was Adrian Barbeau in Playboy? I don't think so. I don't think she ever posed nude that I'm aware of. That I'm aware of. <laughs> She's married um, to John Carpenter. The filmmaker? Yeah, the uh, director. The director. <laughs> Holy shnikey, she is. She's 77, so I guess she is. She is what? Old. Older. Because I hadn't seen her in ages, and she was gorgeous when she was young. She had that cute face, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can't say you know anything else because we're recording. Right. So right, <laughs> right, right. That's the where that thousand dollar membership comes in. Oh my God! Could you imagine the kind of show? <laughs> well, Mike and I were joking because we. We were talking about some pretty seedy stuff before we hit record. And Mike said, that's the kind of show we need to do. And I said, yeah, we'd be able to do one. <laughs> We've got to come up with the technology where it can't be recorded. And it disappears from. Like the, Snapchat. Right, right away. I mean, it just disappears oh. instantly and it can't be recorded. The Snapchat of podcasts. That's wow. genius. I'm incorrect. Uh, uh, John Carpenter and she were married 79 to 84. And then they got divorced. And then she married Billy Van Zandt. And they were married really 40 years. Yeah. Steven's half brother. Huh. Little Steven. One of the Van Zandt brothers. There was a whole family. No, wasn't not, there? not that one. Not the Skinner ones. Steve oh. Van Zandt from E Street Band, from Springsteen's Band. They're not all related? No, Steve Van Zandt's got nothing to do with the other. It's well, it actually oh, spelled I, it's spelled differently, in fact. I was something new every day. I was with Kenny. I thought the same thing. No, Steve huh. is Z-A-N-D-T, and Ronnie and those guys from Skinner are Z-A-N-T. No D. Huh. No relation. Whoever, no, Steve, the director, uh, whoever the director and camera guy were on this uh, Carson episode, were, they should have been given an Oscar. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, Steve uh, was a complete New York, job. <laughs> New York guy, and uh, the other ones yeah, are so Southern. Probably guy. not listening, John. You are, dirty bastard. Uh, his book, by the way, is wonderful. Steve, I wonder. 
Avery and well, Norm. Well, I'm going to need a nap if I keep watching that. <laughs> uh. So, did you guys see the email about, you know, uh, coming up with maybe different things with GL like benchmark deals. Yeah, I don't Mike, think from, I from did. Rob. When was that? Well, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Guess yeah, what yeah. I suggested to Mike off when we weren't showing. We need to have a segment called "Small Office Talk with Joe or with Sush." Where oh God, that'd just be brilliant. He's part of some meaningless water cool bullshit, <laughs> and you just watch his head steam up. <laughs> We used to have a video of that. Yes, where... it was uh, bleep euphorian say, oh. and, but it was him navigating the conversation. Right, where, where this yeah. would be him yeah. being forced to sit and listen to you know me and John talk about baseball, or fifteen to thirty seconds would all they'd have it, to be. It would be. Yeah. I think people would love it. Yeah, and you wouldn't funny. even necessarily have to tell them or warn them. Because he's always got his back to you in the office. Right. So you ask him something until he gets exasperated and turns around. Maybe he doesn't even turn around. You just get the, you get double barrels. <laughs> It'd be like back in the radio days where he'd come out, because he always came in the door at one fifty-one, right, or whatever. It was the exact same time every day when we'd yeah. go on at 2. And he'd always walk around to look in the producer's room to see if Rook and I were in there. Then he'd come by Johnny. What's up, Johnny? Yeah. And then he'd poke his head in the in the production studio, and and then Rook and I would see him coming and say, "Oh man, how about?" And we'd just make up whatever crap just to get him annoyed. So it would be that kind of a bit. But we did it daily just for S and G's. Everybody he knows plays him like that. Yes, I mean we're just doing what his entire family has been doing to him his whole life. Want to come to my house and look at the village? And he bites on the hook every, every time. single time. He can't yeah. help it. God, it's wonderful. <laughs> does he know he's he's got to know he's getting played? I I don't know that he does. Because <laughs> even rookie was it? To, was that today? Hey, corn beef's on sale now. Are you gonna go get some? <laughs> no, why? <laughs> Would he care that corned beef was on sale after seeing uh, Patrick's name? That's just a big giant hook he's dangling in front of You need any corned beef? No, why? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, thank you, Johnny. I got your. your yes, emails. sir. I gotta. I'll try and remember. I, I oh should remember crap! I forgot to oh, bring up the thing geez. that Royce wanted me to mention. I said it to him off the air. Did you guys see Royce's tweet about Joe last night? I did not. He called no. me during the baseball game to make sure that I. Here it's right here. I do hope the mayor of GL has Apple TV so he can start in on extrapolations. Eight-story drama series told over 33 years exploring how our changing climate will affect all aspects of our lives and survival. (laughs) He calls me last night because we were both watching the ball game, and he goes, you got to make sure the old mayor sees my tweet. He says, this uh, show would make his head explode. (laughs) Oh, that is funny. Yeah. yeah. I've been not doing anything on Twitter, but I will definitely uh, like that. And, of course, since Such doesn't know how to use Twitter, he has no idea it's out there. Right. I had to yeah. show it to him. And yeah. then, of course, he said, well, I don't do Twitter. 
Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Pat should have uh, connected him. You know what I mean? Should have uh, linked him. Linked him. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> I am senile. Um, hmm. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. All right, I gotta go plow some snow. Oh here. crap! I'm Let's sorry. You're right. You still need this. Over so, are these just gonna be generic 30s, Ken? Is that the deal here? Yeah, Rob's got some ideas to shop them around. Okay. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm rolling. So whenever all you, you have to do is yeah. send them to him. Okay. Cool. I'm rolling. Using seafoam motor treatment in your fuel tank gives you one less thing to worry about this summer. Now, a lot of people might not realize that most preventable engine problems start right in the fuel system. Seafoam cleans harmful gum and varnish from the entire fuel system, helping your engine run better, start faster, and last longer. Seafoam works the same magic on all your engines, whether they're gas or diesel, small, 12, doesn't matter. Seafoam is the ticket. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. That was a little long. Um, here's number two. Help your engine run better and last longer with Seafoam motor treatment. Seafoam cleans harmful gum and varnish from the entire fuel system. It's safe and it's easy to use in all kinds of trucks and cars and machinery. Just pour it in your fuel tank and let it go to work. You can pick up a can anywhere automotive products are sold. I'm talking auto parts stores, big retailers, hardware, farm stores, all over the world. A local company with a global reach and a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Ooh, that one was dead on 30. Nice. Sweet. All right. I just uh, saw a, I wish I'd have seen this during the show. The Yankees had their hospitality concession lineup thing today. I would have said something to Rook. Oh. <laughs> hey, Rook, well, remember when you used to go every year to the Twins one? I, I think they got rid of it, though, didn't they? Oh, did they? they or do they do still anymore? have it? Because we usually get the email from them. Well, we got it last year. Remember, wasn't it last year we got it and he oh, missed that's it? That's right. And I, he was I, mad. I could have went over there i just didn't want to yeah i, I thought it was it was fun but i don't yeah. want to drive over there yeah. park i just don't care so i can yeah. get a free hamburger Big exactly bfd i don't give a damn maybe i'll send this to rook's attention on twitter just to see <laughs> hey no, rook do it, during, do it during the news tomorrow oh i could do that yeah this is the yankee i'm talking about the yankees that's no i know but you yeah, should do it okay. during the twin or doing the news tomorrow tomorrow Let's check. Um, see when the, oh, they got a good looking. Oh, it's like garlic bread, garlic bread with pepperoni on it and cheese and uh big dipping sauce. Oh, I do. Well, this, the, the only time I've went to a home Yankee game, it was at old Yankee stadium mm -hmm. and it was the last year. That was my 30th birthday present from the wife. Yep. Um, so we did Yankee stadium in Cooperstown, which was neat. But, uh, the only thing I do remember, cause I was royally shit faced. <laughs> Um, but I do remember loving the smell of the, you know, oh, the, the yeah. grilling, the sausages and the peppers and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I just remember where we were sitting. It was very near a, what must've been a, you know, whatever, but it was, I just, I said, I got to get sausage and peppers. I don't, yeah. said, why do you want that? So, cause smell it. It's amazing. They also have a burger here that looks delicious. Double burger with pretty much everything. And it's got a flag with 99 in it. Judge's number. Oh God. <laughs> Although he's impossible not to root for. 
Yeah, he's, I mean, there's nothing to dislike about him. Right. Although I don't like, what's his name? I don't like Stanton for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. I like Stanton too, so. No, he sucks. <laughs> I um, like Stanton too, sorry. I had a phone call with a uh, potential new Garage Logic advertiser who also just so happens to be the Fairbowl Lakers shortstop. Oh, yeah. He was just calling. Because the thing is, we've been hitting and throwing and stuff, but I can't go because it's at the same time as the boys um, practice every week in Jordan. Yep. And he says, you might want to make your way to a Laker practice in because they do it at Patricia's Academy. Oh, yeah. He has that place on Apple Valley with a couple of the guys. I said, oh, yeah, why is that? He, he said, um, Jake's been working out all winter. <laughs> I said, ah, because he's going to pitch for us this summer. Oh. Well, he got. Well, well you told me. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think the town council will care, but he really got screwed over by. Uh, not. Well, that screwed over is probably the wrong word. He knew what he was signing up for, but we knew he was just going to stay at AAA, that the twins were never going to call yeah. him up. Yep. Um, but he just basically said, I'm I'm not doing that again. Did, it, did anybody contact him to? I think so, no? but it was yeah. all the same thing. Hey, Maybe, we'll give you yeah. a. And he says, I, I'm 30. He's got to be 34. Uh, he is 34. You are correct. Right on the nose. He'll be 35 look, in June. What, what Do you have his stats in front of you? Um, I can pull him up. Uh, what was, cause I think he had a, he had a good year. He just had a couple of bad outings, which for a relief pitcher, that's, you know, a death. You, you want his major league stats or minor? Well, he didn't pitch in the majors last year. No, he didn't. You're right. And barely did in 2021. Oh, and he was released from his contract with the twins the day after the freaking deadline for Tom baseball. So that's great. Yeah, that's right. I remember you complaining oh, about so, that. I was so pissed. And the only reason I gave a damn is because we were hosting the state tournament last year. <laughs> How is he one in six with a 2.96 ERA in 2014? Well, in 14? Yeah. With the White Sox? Yeah. He had 14 saves, but he was one in six, ERA under three. He had six losses? Yeah, one in six. Well, was that his best year for saves? Uh, yeah, yep. The only I other. Think, you know what yeah. I think happened? That was the year where <clears throat> they called him up and he wasn't the closer right away. So, oh, you know, he'd make sense, yeah. you know, he'd give up a base runner or whatever, then they'd pull him for a different guy. And then when they established him as the closer, he did really well. Cause I know that his first game they called him up was here because we, a bunch of us went to Target Field. That mm. was freaking cool. Cause well, William yeah. was, yeah, it would have been, you're right. It was 14 because we had just moved to Carver and Jess was pregnant with Leland. Yeah, that makes sense because he was in 67 games and finished 33, so he probably got into a lot of games before he started yeah. closing. But, you uh, know what stinks is, you know, everyone talks about you know, baseball. <clears throat> it's just, there's that finite bit of difference, right? Yeah. Where he had, no, get me wrong. He had a great, you know, who wouldn't sign up for that kind of career, right? Yeah. Made, an, made, made good money, you know, had a great run. But he's, you know, one or two miles an hour <laughs> from being, uh, who's a, who am I? trying to compare him to but you know what i mean like an established yep. dominant sure yeah and it just ugh. yeah do do? yeah he those first few years he uh his stats are great well because i remember when then it went to hell he yeah, yeah right well because he was originally drafted by the yankees if i'm not mistaken was he really i think so huh out of was it out of high school or after he went to because he went to iowa western Dra no he was drafted by the white Sox. What? Drafted by the Whites. Oh, wasn't wait, he no. also drafted by the Yankees? 
Am I, or am I missing? Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. He was drafted by the White Sox in 2006 and he must not have signed. That was out of high school. Yep. He graduated yep. in 06. And then in 2009, he was drafted by the Yankees in the 34th round from Indiana State. Because he went to Iowa. And then, and then he, didn't go, he didn't sign with the Yankees either. Then no. in 2010, he got drafted by the White Sox. Second round, right? Wasn't he a second round pick? Second round. Yep. Yeah. Because you know who their yep. first round pick was that year? Huh? Chris Sale. Oh. Well, there you go. Because he and Sale were in the same on the same rookie ball team. Yeah. And Jake tells a I don't think he'd mind me sharing this. So they're at, you know, wherever the hell their single A affiliate is. I don't even know. And you know, here's this kid from Faribault, you know, and, and just a great he's a great guy. And also just knows, okay, I'm just all I'm trying to do is just, you know, you know, work hard and, and get a shot, right? And then him and Sale are in the same group and he's watching this guy going all over the place throwing 97 on the black going holy f how am i supposed to get like are you kidding me but he, he tells it a lot better than i did but it was yeah uh, i get the point though but yeah. it's just like can you imagine you're this oh I'm, this is gonna be great that you're watching this guy come in and oh okay this is what Sales? it's like up here he's hurt again isn't he is he really i thought i heard he got hurt again because he's with the Red Sox, right? I just remember watching him pitch with the White thinking, I mean, I had pretty good mechanics, and I have my arm hurts. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how is this guy not gonna blow out every <laughs> joint known to man throwing that way? One hour ago, Chris Sale sees positives despite shaky spring training start. Well, they're gonna suck though, aren't they? The Red Sox? They should, yeah. Unless they get an amazing performance from about five young guys. Well, that's just it, though, because don't they, they usually, they'll tank, and then they'll be, you know, picking fifth, and then they'll yeah. go to the World Series. Isn't that kind of their That's motto? what they've done recently, yeah. Yeah. Because That year, Shida's supposed to be pretty good. The guy hit cleanup for Japan. They signed Is him. Is he the lefty that was hitting yeah, for them? Lefty. Okay, he kind of, he looks like Matsui, kind of, the way he, he does that, that's exactly, and everything. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say, because he was, well, obviously, was he before or after Otani in their lineup? Uh, he was after, because he hit, Otani hit third, and this guy hit cleanup. Okay, got right? it. Because yeah. I remember thinking, well, I, I couldn't remember which guy the Red Sox player was or whatever, because no, don't no. the Cubs have a player, too, that was on the Japan team? Could be. That I don't know. Suzuki or whatever the hell his name is? That I do not know, sir. Hmm. I do not know, sir. Yeah, that was fun. That I was really, really into that baseball game last night. That was I cool. I thought it was good, yeah. I, was I even... Got to convince the wife to allow the boys because she was cooked, right? Because she's she gets oh, up yep. every day at four. Yep. She said, "I'm going to bed." I said, "We'll let the boys stay up for a little bit and watch the ball game." Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to. I go. They don't give a damn. There's <laughs> they get yeah. to stay up, so they're gonna watch it with me, right? They want to stay up. <laughs> so I let them. I let them stay up until about nine thirty, I think, which was like what the sixth inning or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That was a fun game. That was cool. And the, the uh, I just wish I would have remembered that it was going on and we would have done our trip a little differently because that would have been so much fun to go to one of those games. Yeah, that would have. That would have. Now instead we're going to go to Bradenton to watch Pirates and Twins <laughs> and nobody's going to play, which I don't, who gives a damn, right? It's, you're just there to. When the hell? Season's got to start pretty soon, right? It's a week from tomorrow. Opening days a week from tomorrow. It is March 30th. You're right. Holy buckets. So so get this. So we were planning, like mapping out our our week. And she says, well, our one of the teams, because she knew opening opening day was that week that we're going to be down there. Yep. 
And um, I said, well, yeah, because I don't think Miami's at home, but you're kind of, you know, Fort Myers, you're kind of halfway between Tampa and Miami. And she said, well, isn't that Tampa team? Because they have their home opener against Detroit. Yeah. I said, you want to go to freaking Tropicana Field? I said, it's a dump. It's worse than the Metrodome, honey. She said, yeah, but it could be kind of fun. I said, because she didn't know it was indoors. She didn't know it was Oh, she thought it was, yeah. She assumed it was Florida, so they'd have it outdoors. I said, no, in fact, I believe their spring training complex is probably nicer than the field that they actually play on. (laughs) That could be. The Twins' home series is, first home series is the Astros, huh? That's too bad. <laughs> well, don't they open in Kansas City, then they go to where? Do they I, I don't know. Kansas All City? I have for some reason is their home. Uh, oh, because it's a ticket network thing. Oh, that's uh, what is the actual date of the home opener? Is it the uh, April sixth, Thursday? So it'd be a week from next Thursday. So two, two weeks, weeks from, from tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Three ten. Jesus, there's still going to be a foot of snow outside. Three. Yeah, they probably still will be. 310, so I could probably so one, on a two, Thursday, three, I could four, go five, six. Their first six home games, yep, five of them are day games, but but there's Saturday and Sunday thrown in there, okay. Saturday, Sunday, Monday's at 110, Wednesday's at 1210. Houston, and then who do they play after that? Uh, the White Sox. Hmm. I think they're going to be good. I think twins. they should be, unless you know, all hell breaks loose with well, because they said, what did they say that they're going to Buxton's going to be the DH. Which yeah. I'm fine with. Yeah. If he if that causes him to play 120 games, then do it. Great. Yeah. Taylor's a good outfielder. Well, I was just gonna say, plus you got Taylor to play center and you, you know, you know, really getting I, hurt there. I need your help with this because I, I was reading this on well when I was doing Matt vast research for the show. <laughs> oh he's that's right, he's gone. He's his tax guy. Um woman, guy, whatever. They keep saying Joey Gallo is a gold glove outfielder. Well, that's what I kept hearing when he was with the Yankees, too. So, But isn't he a statue with a cannon for an arm? Isn't that his bit? You watched him play, John. This is what he, you're supposed to let me know. He he was fine. I had no problem with the outfield. And he could run the bases pretty well, too, which was surprising. I didn't know that. Because he either. was an infielder coming up, right? Uh, wasn't he a third baseman, yeah. I think, or something? Yeah. Well, because I, I saw him. He played in the Futures game here. Yes. Remember, he's the one that took out he the windshield the of my truck. In, into the windshield, which I was sitting right behind the windshield, basically. Were you really? Me, me and my wife, yeah. Guess what yeah. I had for that day? I had Gin, I had Ginny seats for the Futures game. Oh, nice. No, we were sitting in right field. <laughs> oh. Well, the only problem was, because I took my parents and Jess, because it's four seats, so it was me and Jess, and then my parents. Well, William came with because he was two, so she just oh, sat in Jess's lap. Yeah, but we were you're so close, and that's before they extended that netting. Yep. And all I was, I was paranoid that either my dad was going to get smoked or my kid was going to get smoked. Yeah, that's all I was worried about the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I sat in the far seat because you know I'm going to watch every pitch. Hopefully, yeah, you can. My yeah. mom's you know texting my brothers like she's not paying any attention. I go, you're sitting on the end because I know you're not going to pay attention to the yeah. game. Yeah. That's all I did the whole time was worried about somebody getting hit with a fall ball. Whenever I had those seats, you know, it'd either be me and Dylan or me and Lori and Dylan was a little kid. And I'd always say, okay, now make sure you watch a game. And then I'd think to myself, well, they're not going to be able to protect themselves. So I'd right. always try to sit, you know, you right. know, on the left side, like you yeah. said, just in case if I have to, you know, yep. jump and kill myself. Oh my God. Cause that's, that's all I worried about. Cause I mm-hmm. remember the video. Was it a video or a photo of the kid at a, spring uh, baseball game where he was looking down on his phone and the guy stuck out his arms so the flying bat didn't knock him in the head. Yes. Yeah. 
I do remember that. Jesus. Yeah. Yankees are here in April. How about that? Oh, really? Yeah. April 24th, 56th. You don't still have your ticket, do you? No, I don't. Okay. That $49 deal actually be pretty cool. If Okay, if so what I is that? To I was going to ask games, you. You oh, pay 49 bucks, something else. 49 bucks a month, and you get tickets to every game. Tickets? A, a ticket, I'm sorry. A ticket to every game, $49. So for 49 bucks, they just give you a like a general admission deal? Uh, I'm assuming. I didn't read the fine print, but it's got to be, right? General admission. So like in did... April, there's, wow, there's, a, there's a lot of games in April at home. So huh. there's there's probably 15 games in April. So you get pay 49 bucks, you get to go to all of them if you want. Okay, that's actually not bad. Yeah, because I I asked Phil if we were getting press passes, but I don't I don't know that we are. Well, maybe I'm just not you know because I don't I'm not affiliated with Score, but which is fine. I'm not. Yeah. But the only reason, honestly, or one of the reasons I liked it was then I if I knew that I had friends going to the game, I could just get in the door and yeah. go hang out and see people. But the other thing that's nice. And I don't know if you ever did this when, because we all at one point all had them. Yep. But what's neat is, and, the, and Brad's the one that told me this, if you're on the credentialed list for the twins, you know, and you have your thing, mm -hmm. if you, and I took advantage of this a couple of times. Remember that road trip I did where I went down to Cincinnati? Sure. I'm yep. on the MLB list. Oh, okay. I didn't so know I that. can say, I didn't either until Brad told me that. And he said, hey, huh. I can get you, but, but. Your what would you call it? Your supervisor. So Brad would have to say, "Hey, I've, I, I we're sending someone to this game." Got it. And it's it's cool as hell because then, you know, I could say, "Hey, I'm here to I'm here to cover the Reds versus the <laughs> Pirates or whatever." Right? Well, they get yeah. you, so you'll get in, but they also they'll they'll save you a spot unless it's full, which usually you know for regular season games it's never full. Yeah. And they'll say, "Well, they'll, so they'll save you a spot, and you get all the the programs and stuff." It was oh, nice. cool as hell. So I did. Because this was the summer before William was born, so this is 2011. I did Reds, uh, uh, Indians, because it was that rivalry weekend. It was the Fourth of July weekend. Yep, I did sure. Reds, Indians, Cubs, White Sox, and then I came home and did Twins, Brewers, all in the oh, same, perfect. all in the yeah. same weekend. Yeah. I just liked having the pass because you know, if you have a ticket, you don't want to go, okay, I'm going to leave in the fifth inning. You know, you don't, you spent money, but right. with the pass, you know, you go, yeah, you catch the, whatever's going on. You have a beer, you maybe eat something, you watch some baseball and then you can just leave. Well, that was one time I had, I still had it like on my thing and I forget, uh, somebody said, might want to hide that with the beer in your hand. I went, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Or no, it was, it was like the guy working the summit thing or whatever. He said, oh, here to cover the game, are you? I said, nope, just here to drink beer and be in the sunshine. <laughs> you might want to hide that breast pass. So I was going to ask you, because I saw this ad for T-Mobile. They're doing, uh, you get the MLB.com package with your phone. Really? Where'd you see I, that? I, it, was a, it was an advertisement during the baseball game last night. Oh. Oh, well, good. And this was on, well, maybe you didn't see it because this was on FS1 because you were just watching it on your thing, I assume, right? No, I was watching FS1. Oh, you were? It was the normal broadcast, yeah. Okay. So I, uh, it said but you have to during redeem ads, I go to the bathroom and stuff. I'm old. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but it was, I'm trying to look at the date. I think it was, you have to redeem it between March 28th and yeah. April something or other. That makes sense because it's always that week the season starts because I always used to wish that they did it sooner. So is oh, it the, there the it is. Bit, I see the press release here. Is this yeah. the bit where T-Mobile makes you download the app and then? Yeah, the Tuesday thing. 
the uh, what's it called? Oh, that's right. That's their bit. Because I, I knew you would know. That's why I wanted to ask you because I made a it's note. They asked the... John. Where the hell is it? Isn't it just uh, MLB.tv? T- well, first you have to go to the T-Mobile website. So they give you the app. Oh, it's T it's T-Mobile. And then if you're on, if you have the T-Mobile app, they'll send you a thing that Tuesday saying, here's your Tuesday treats ah, or whatever the hell they call them. Okay, gotcha. And when you, when you click on it, one of the things will be the baseball package and you just have you do that, put your password in all that crap and, okay. and you're signed up. So I got to make sure, well, if I forget, make sure you remind me. So I okay. do that. That'll be next Tuesday, right? 28th. Flip, Flip Wilson downloads the damn app. <laughs> oh shit. I'm going to totally forget because I'm out of town. March 28th, last I can send you. Uh, yeah, text me and remind me because I'm going to be out of town. I'll have to do it for myself. And when I do it for myself, I'll go, Chris. And I got to so, tell you, traveling for spring you. break with two kids, I've been doing a good job. I've been a good boy. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't making it. I ain't making it. Hey, I'm almost up to 10 months. Come on. Good for you. Um, Yeah. You, that, cause... Didn't sound, that didn't sound sincere, Chris. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Good for I'm you, just seriously. Yeah, I'm um, just I just, I, I hate traveling during spring break. I really do. Yeah. I've well, never everything's, done that, so. everything's six times as expensive and there's 80,000 more people than there needs to be. And uh, it's just, it's just, I got you. But as the great Sam Cassell once said, some guys run around their house and some guys run their run house. Run their house. Yeah. When she says, hey, guess what we're doing? And I said, um. Hi, hey, 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 remember you, you have eight weeks of vacation a year and I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm anyway. just, I'm sorry. I'm just reading the T-Mobile thing. <laughs> I knew, <laughs> I knew I, it could count on you, Johnny. Yeah. 28th through April 4th. So that'll be. Okay. Easy. But that's cool. I like it because then you can, you, what I'll do is that I can just pull it up because with the other thing that we use. Isn't there isn't there blackout restrictions with the other thing we use? There's there's only black there's blackout with T-Mobile for the twins. You can't watch twins on T-Mobile. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. But of. you can right. watch it on Uzu. But the thing I like about having the T-Mobile is sometimes uh, I have lagging problems with my Uzu. Yeah, so, me too. And it's a pain in the ass. Yes. So I'll, I'll just switch if I'm watching the Yankees. Say I'll just switch to the <gasps> T-Mobile thing and watch the Yankees. Wait a minute. Does that mean that I can since it's an app? Can I pull that because we use a lot of internet on our TV in the main living room now? Mm-hmm. Can I, would I be able to use that then in the Your living TV? Room? No, as in the app, or do I have to go to th- through MLB.tv or whatever? Is that the same just, deal? Just put MLB.tv's app on your TV. Because oh. you'll be signed, you'll have to, if yeah. you don't already have a password for MLB.tv, I'll which need you probably to create do. one. Yeah. yeah you'll need, or if you forgot it, you'll have to create a new one. And then just get the app for MLB TV on your television. And then click, boom. Because we're closer and closer to becoming a John Height television viewing household. Because, <laughs> well, honestly, I, the only thing I watch now on live television is Bally. I'll oh, watch, yeah. you know, The Wild or I'll watch the, you know, yeah. or the Twins. Mm-hmm. And it's now that football season's over with, because I usually get the ticket every year. And so now that that's done and DirecTV, there's no chance they're going to get the ticket again. YouTube has got it next year. YouTube. Oh, is, YouTube? That, is that official? YouTube. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's official. So that just had this conversation with my brother because he's always gotten the DirecTV one. But I'll just use the other thing we use to watch football anyway. So I that's think what I do. I'm just going to I'm just gonna drop, but I'm going to have to find something to, so she can watch HGTV because that's the only thing she watches. 
Because we don't. Um, I mean, outside of movies and stuff, we don't really watch any network television. Isn't I mean, uh, HD TV on Uzu? I never it? watch it on there, but well, let, let me check. Why am I looking on there? Why don't I just look on my <gasps> thing? Uzu, this might be a revelation. TV channels. The only problem is I have to keep them. I think through when did I get them? Well, we moved in. in oh, we moved in in January, so I got to keep them through because I, I signed a two-year deal. Ah, uh, but you know how that goes. You sent me a lot of news stories. Oh no, wait, I no. sent you three, didn't I? Yeah, that's three. Sorry, I thought it was more than that. You lazy fuck. <laughs> oh, geez. Sorry, town council. Whoops. <laughs> I bet they're thrilled with our baseball conversation. <laughs> My favorite part about that with uh, some GL listeners now, if they heard that, they'd think that you and I hate each other because they take everything extremely oh, literally. Extremely God, literally. No. no. I get that GLers, all the time. I got news for you. This is what me and John do. Kenny, we, Kenny and I hate each other. And then the one guy said, Joe and I are going to have a falling out because you guys never agree on anything. I told Joe that and he just laughed. Uh, no, they've clearly never heard an off-air candid cover. You know what I always equate it to is when we're BSing at in the back room at the fair. Yeah, or yeah. the old days when we would huddle around your news desk at the at the radio station. <laughs> Did I tell I, you, I walked. I walked down there. I had to. Go, oh, I remember what it was. I had to turn in your guys's sheets. Yep. And then I had a question for Mary, and it was. Well, this was a while ago, but. Um, what it was a day when my talk was doing a rem- they were either doing a remote or they were running best. <gasps> I remember what it was. It was uh MLK day. Yes. That's what it was. And so I had to go down there to go do something. But uh my talk was ran best of's, I believe, that day. So there wasn't anybody there, and obviously there wasn't anybody in the fifteen hundred control room. And all the lights were off. And I know it was a holiday. I get that. But it was a Monday afternoon. I just thought, God, this is weird. Mm-hmm. And they redid. Uh, have you been down there since they remodeled yeah. the whole thing? Okay. Yeah. Yep. It was just, it was so weird. Just walking That's, through yeah. there. And I didn't see anybody. Like, I physically did not see another human being. It was just bizarre. That would be, yeah. That would be weird. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I have to go now because I completely forgot, but my wife is off work at three and I'd like to grab a little bite to eat before I pick her up. So. What are you going to have, John? Uh, we don't have a whole lot. I think I have a leftover piece <gasps> of pizza. It'll probably be that. Do you know what they had downstairs in the cafeteria today? And I'm gonna, it was so good. I'm going to ask them for the recipe. Huh. They had, you know, like those uh, Chipotle style burrito bowls that they'll have with the pizza sure. and the beans and yep. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But they made it with, instead of chicken, with seasoned diced sweet potatoes wow it was so freaking good huh unhealthy so I, too that's what that and that's what it was it was framed as um because they had a contest here i think they had a healthy choice eating contest and that was the winner so they made uh, it in the cafeteria it was I really good i don't know if they have them around your neck of the woods but my new favorite restaurant crisp and green just loves that place. Oh my God. It's amazing. It, yeah. The bowls taste incredible and there's nothing, you know, except for the sodium, there's nothing in them that there's one, harmful. there's gotta be one by Methodist then. Why would she know of that place? Oh, there's so she, good. she, yeah, she loves that place. We have to go about ours is six or seven miles. Uh, and my wife, every time we see a building getting torn down or something here, oh God, I hope they put a Christmas green there because <laughs> she's lost. <laughs> she's doing the. Uh, 
Keto? Whatever. Uh, Is it keto diet? Well, it's the company though that uh, Don was doing ads for, uh, whose name escapes me. Olivia, Atkin? Olivia, Olivia. Olivia. Oh, sure, yeah. She's lost. My wife's lost almost fifty pounds. So you're and kidding. She, and she won't eat anything. You know, good I mean, for her. Yeah, she's doing really well. And, That's and awesome. She, she just got fed up with feeling fat. You know, all that goes. <laughs> I yeah, I'm there. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that at a shot as a shot at you. No, no, no. But I trust I me, feel I, the same way. Yeah, I know. Well, it's always this time of the year. It's yep. always when baseball season gets going. It's, I, I look at myself and say, "What happened to you?" Yeah. What, what what the hell did you allow to have happen to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I gotta go, Chris. Bye, John. See I you tomorrow. Will see you tomorrow. Flip Wilson. <laughs> Not yet. Oh, see you Thursday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see ya.